Champaign, Illinois. This is the Jumping the Rail podcast with your hosts, Mark Redmond and Mike Narcholinas. Welcome to episode 10 of the Jumping the Rail podcast. I am Mark Redman, and I am joined by the jolliest bunch of assholes this side of the nuthouse. Start with my buddy Mike Nargelinas. Looking good, Narge. Feeling good, Mark. <laughs> and we got uh, Marco turning all the dials for us today, as usual. And uh, we have a guest in the studio with us. Uh, Narge, you want to introduce her? Yes, this is our good friend, fellow wrestling enthusiast, uh... Andrea Lynch. How could you almost forget my name? Why? Well, well, I was going to try to come up with something more creative. Lynch, you? I was free, free show Lynch. shots. I was free like, show shots. Yeah. That might do it. Terramana, The Rock, shout out. Uh, no, Andrea is a huge wrestling fan. Um, She's not that big. Yeah. What Andrea notices, maybe the rest of us don't notice as much as she has a female perspective, which is good. Um, she probably thinks somebody's oh, oh, hotter oh, than stop. I do. Hang on. Time out. What's oh, time out. Well, I said start and then it didn't start. So we're oh. going to do this over. Oh, shit. My apologies, but it's okay. Because that's how this works. Great right. rehearsal, guys. That's Great it. job. I'm sticking with the jolliest bunch of At least he'll know my name right. this second time around. From Champaign, Illinois, this is the Jumping the Rail podcast with your hosts, Mark Redmond and Mike Narcholinas. And welcome to episode 10 of the Jumping the Rail podcast. I am Mark Redmond, and I am joined by the jolliest bunch of assholes this side of the nuthouse. I got uh, Mike Nargelinas. Uh Narge, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing pretty good. I'm still feeling good. That's good. We I'm... did a practice run, <laughs> and Mark screwed it up. Marco I did. screwed it up. Yeah. Totally and fucked it up. So we had like a fun little thing, and you all missed it. So uh-huh. that's uh, for the, I, the actual software was actually doing it. So maybe when this goes and publishes, they can hear the fuck up and everything. It's like letting the blooper reel stay in the product. So we're going to blame the Terramana tequila. That's right. All right. It's the people's tequila. The people's tequila. Now, why don't you introduce our guest for us? Our guest to my right, weighing in it. No, I'm not. I'm just kidding. Uh, this is our very good friend, the female perspective. This is our good friend again, Andrea Lynch, wrestling fan. Andrea, real quick, favorite wrestler, right off the top of your head. John Cena, hands down. Have you ever seen him? I've seen him multiple times. You can't see him. Only I can see him. We've verified that on a previous episode that only I can see him. Yeah, but seeing as I'm a girl, I can see him. Oh, look out. It's All right. kryptonite. So Andrea likes John Cena. Nothing wrong with that. He was in Chicago this last week. You can actually. see him? I can. Ooh. Kind of tuning mm. out there, Marco? Yes. 
So, as you can kind of imagine, we're doing things a little loose today. We're kind of Festivus. doing a, like a holiday kind of a theme since this is our last episode before Christmas comes around. But before we do, there are a few things that we ought to discuss, Narge, that happened over the weekend that seem like they might be pertinent to discuss for a bit. And I guess the uh, main thing is uh, the Jeff Hardy situation that's going on. Yeah, that um, I have an opinion on that. Uh, I'll, I'll take the floor. I think a lot of people are under the assumption. So Jeff Hardy was released by the WWE. I think it's under the assumption that Jeff may have been intoxicated last week and decided to bail on his match. I honestly, based on the video I saw earlier today, Jeff was on Matt Hardy's YouTube channel. I really think this was all planned. About two, three weeks ago, Matt had done an interview where he said the Hardy Boys would team together again. That was his ultimate goal, was to put the Hardy Boys back together. I really think they concocted this. Matt even said today that he's always been the brains behind the operation. And I think it's kind of a wink to everybody that Matt and Jeff, you know, they know the system. They've been in WWE long enough. Hey, what could we do to, you know, hey, Jeff, you have demons. Why, why don't you just jump? I honestly, I think we're getting worked. I think WWE got worked. I really think WWE got worked by the Hardy Boys, in my opinion. I mean, isn't that how the Hardy Boys run, though? They kind of do things their own way. I mean, yeah. they always have. Um, they, you know, Matt tweeted yesterday that he felt extremely good about the future. It would not shock me to see Jeff Hardy show up in AEW in 90 days. And then they'll be jobbing as a tag team on Dynamite. Well, yeah, and well, you and I discussed this offhand the other night at the Christmas party. Tony Khan is moving on the chessboard in the right position. Uh, you know, game, set, match here. We could get Hardys. We could get FTR. We could get the Briscoes. Who else? I mean, they've got everybody. They yeah. have all the great the tag teams. The Bucks. That's who. That's why I'm missing the Bucks. Nobody misses the Bucks. Four corners, you put those guys. I mean, that's a dream tag team match. Maybe the four greatest in the last decade, two decades. They're up there. There's other there's other good teams out there that, uh, especially now with Ring of Honor going uh, on hiatus, that are available. And uh, like you got OGK, who's the uh, former tag champs in ROH, reason for something. That's Mike Bennett and Matt Taven. And they're a damn good tag team. I saw them on two different uh, pay-per-views over the last couple weeks. And they had probably, to me, the match of the night on Final Battle Saturday night with the Briscoes. Yeah. But uh, how about yeah. what happened after that match, though? Yeah. Then uh, say, yeah, the uh, top guys showed up. FTR, yeah. And that's what I'm saying. I think in, in collective wrestling fans' minds, your 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 big four have got to be the Bucks, FTR, Briscoes. And the, I mean, the Hardys are – when you look at WWE and you think tag teams – what do, I mean, what do you think of? You think of the New Day, which is kind of disjointed. I mean, who else do you have over there that's an actual yeah. tag team? Well, they got the Usos. They're the best tag team they got. They are, but they've kind of turned into Roman Reigns' fodder at this point, I feel like. Yeah, they're, they're better, they're better on their own than The yeah, Usos, to me, are kind of pawns and chess pieces right now for Roman Reigns, not really tag team champions. That's exactly, I agree. Yeah, it seems how they're booked. But when they're on their own and doing their thing, they're probably i'd put him top five in the world oh yeah yes, they would, they would easily be the best tag team in wwe yeah if they would get out of the storyline 
Right. Yeah. I mean, you got your teams like Street Profits and RK Bro on Raw. Then you got you don't have a whole <laughs> lot of big tag teams on SmackDown these days. No. RK Bro is a laughable tag team to me. They're growing on me. Oh yeah. <laughs> I enjoy the entertainment. Fungus piece, grows. But we all know how this ends. Can't build fungus without fun. <laughs> yes. Or us. Touche. Among Touche. Fun- fungus among us. Uh, <laughs> that's a shout out to Incubus. There you go. Um, <laughs> they, you know how RK Bro ends, though. And I, I think you and yeah. I have agreed. Mm-hmm. Matt Riddle is going to be the heel. Riddle's he's the, the one turn. He's going to have enough of Randy he's, Orton's sh- shit. There was something a couple weeks ago I remember saying. they were. I think Orton was saying something to Riddle about being 10 moves ahead of everybody else. And I think in the long run, Riddle's going to be 10 moves ahead of Orton. I think so. I think Orton's go- it's going to be an un- it, and it happens before Mania. That's the match at Mania. Yeah. It's RK Bro explodes or impl- you know. Right. They <laughs> they got to find the the right tag team for them to drop the belts to. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, well this tournament's going to decide that. So you got well, RK you've got Profits against the Mysterios, right? Right. Which I think Profits beat Mysterios. I think it's where the Mysterios break up. Yeah, I think that's coming. And so I think it's profits are going to take the belts, and that's what's going to cause the, the riff. Yeah, I could see that happening. Because the I was I've never really got the Mysterios tag team. I know they're father and son, but they just Dominic's not ready for that level of tag team wrestling. He's got to he's no. got to learn. So he's, Domin- he's doing good. So Dominic is Ray Mysterio's son. Yeah. Yes, he and is. he's and real, he's, or is this all for put real? Together? For no, real, he's a real son. But okay. Dominic is—he's not bad in the ring, but he's got a lot to learn still. He—he yeah, he could improve quite a bit compared to some of the other second-gen guys that are out there. Yeah. Uh, Braun Breaker, for instance, that's a guy they can move up. I think right now. Yep. But there's two guys in NXT that I think can move up tomorrow and be in good shape. One's Braun Breaker. One's Solo Sokoa. That's yeah. the Yusuf's brother. No, I mean, when we're not discussing some of the bigger names, obviously well, no. Roddy and. Champa, LA Knight, yeah. And Champa, yeah. But as far as like the the new blood that came in in the last three months, the Usos' are, little brother, what's his name? Solo Sokoa. Why do they pretend like he's not a new? So he no, literally, they, no, looks. no, they. I think they've pretty, they've kind of acknowledged it. He's done the bloodline thing. And Have, okay. See, I again, ignorance here. I don't watch a lot of WWE product. I try, I really do. Mm-hmm. I try to watch NXT. There are certain things I like. Braun Breaker, I absolutely, I think he's awesome. His name sucks. It's terrible. Um, I've said that since day one. Yeah, it, he defended it last week that it was his idea, which you know, once if he ever gets released, it would be well, that wasn't my idea. You know, that's how they all do this. That they play the game, the Vince McMahon game. But um, if Triple H was still running the show, I would I would be more inclined to believe him. Yeah. yeah. So back to the uh, Rey Mysterio Dominique yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. I personally, I feel like Dominique would do so much better on his own if he wasn't always worrying about his dad in the corner. Because mm-hmm. to me, the family thing is clouding him from performing so well. Because he does excellent work. He mm-hmm. can hold his own in the ring, and he's yeah. proved it not time after time. I just wish they would separate them to maybe put them two against each other, see where that goes. Well, we've talked about that. We think that's where it's going. Dominic's going to turn on Ray and say he was holding him back, whatever. I think that they made a mistake not starting Dominic in NXT, just for starters. You know, really let him let him go to the PC for a while because he trained under his dad. Now he didn't train in the, the developmental system. So if he would go down to the PC work with your 
Carinos and your Matt Blooms, all those guys had really developed that flow and work with some of the guys. I hate to say, it makes me like an old man. Work with guys his age, you know. That's what did it. Well, he's, well, he's twenty two, so he's way. Oh, he's than a me. baby. Yeah, he's he's a pup. He's Hook's age. Hook. Send Hook. <laughs> Hook is my favorite right now. I'm on the band. I'm on the Hook bandwagon. So we brought him up. Narge critique Hook's performance on Rampage. Fantastic, and I think everybody agreed. I think he exceeded expectations. He walked out there, and I watched it with Kyler. He walked out there like he just didn't give a shit. Like, they, hey, they played my music. I got to go out here and do my job. And he walked out, and credit to Fuego del, del Sol. That's the name, right? Fuego, Fuego. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic job. A lot of great suplexes, things like that. Taz on commentary, perfect. I feel like they should have saved it for Dynamite. You know, I get it. it yeah. Because they've been building it up. Obviously, Hook is this... Anybody who follows wrestling knows he's kind of been this internet sensation. Everybody's like, oh, Hook, Hook. What he did was awesome. The the uh, Katahajime, the Taz mission, yeah. uh, they're going to call it the Red Rum. Yeah. I felt like he could have synced that in a little different. I didn't mm. care for the grappling into that. Yeah, we discussed that a little bit. It seems more like he was doing it more shoot style than pro wrestling style with the setup and like getting behind the guy to put it on. Was the red rum in some way a reflection on that movie you like? It's a lot? probably a, probably the shiny, a I th- yeah, I'm sure it is of some kind. I'm not, you know. Well, you um, know, it's murder backwards. <laughs> yes, it's murder. Yes, that's red when rum. you're pulling the knife out. Right. Red rum, red rum. <laughs> um, Reminds me of that guy Relic in TNA back in the day. <laughs> it's spelled R E L L I K, and Don West. Every time he would say his name, would say that's killer backwards. Like it was a. <laughs> real witty thing it was ridiculous it was uh Stam- johnny stamboli in a mask yeah <laughs> it was just i remember that that he teamed up with dustin when he was doing the black rain thing and it was they were like they were two spooky guys to feud with abyss and it just went over like a fart in church but that's neither here nor there <laughs> not not recalling what the topic was but Dwayne posted up dolph ziggler and robert rude about oh, something oh you were Lord. Talking about? they're a very good tag team. i love rudolph as a tag team they're a couple right. of pretty boys but a good tag team you think robert rude is pretty He's, he looks like a catcher's mitt. I have my thoughts. Have okay, you seen her taste in men? <laughs> Dwayne, I have my thoughts on that. <laughs> and so Rudolph, as Marcus. The red-nosed reindeer. Called, has <laughs> called them. We have to bring it back to Christmas. If it's the Christmas theme. Yes, it. it does. Yeah. So Mark Redman has called them Rudolph, which is terrible, and I told him to knock that off. Um, Stop that. Robert Rude. Don't I have a <laughs> sound effect? I don't know why they changed his name. Bobby Rude. Uh, I loved him as a singles guy. I feel like Ziggler, again, he's a company man. He's a yes man. And he's just kind of going through with this. It's working out. He's getting him some time. I'd rather him be singles wrestlers. It's a, the dirty dog. It, none of it makes any sense. But So, I think I can shed a little light there. Uh, Lobby Rude has, even going back to TNA, he would switch to Robert Rude when he was a heel. Well, I don't remember that. That was like about 06, I think. When he first left Team Canada, he was Robert Rude. He was the... Millionaire Wall Street guy. Okay, I remember that. And I don't remember Robert though. Yeah. Then he went back to Bobby about 2011 or so when he was doing the fortune thing with AJ and James Storm and all them. And I Carter. remember that. Yep. But uh, he had a tag team with Austin Aries for a while in TNA called the Dirty Dirty Heels when they were. So that might be a callback to that. Okay. Yeah, I can yeah. see that. I, uh, Austin Aries, there's a name. He was on the uh, NWA pay-per-view was last he? weekend. Yeah, he wrestled Rhett Titus in a uh, junior heavyweight tournament match. How do you look? 
damn good. Good. He has a I, muscle step. I wondered. I, you know, he's kind of got some weird. He's a he's an oddball. He's he's out there. So man, he looked good. That that whole pay per view was good though. Aries is always an entertaining guy to be. I didn't watch the NWA pay per view. You uh, had mentioned you watched it. I did. And uh, you let me know about the commentary, which I yeah. had a complaint with previously. Yeah, and I, I still have an issue, but the matches were good. The, I saw uh, the Deathmatch King showed up. Yeah, he showed up, uh, made a claim for the 10 pounds of gold. He's going after Murdoch. I, if, if they're smart, Cardona gets that belt. Oh, yeah. He's got all the – I mean, he's got way more behind him than Murdoch does. Yeah. G, again, GCW is much – I think it's more popular than NWA at this right point. Right now, yeah. I really do. So, And I'm going to throw something else at you. Nick Aldis is a baby face right now. Oh. If Cardona wins the world title, Cardona and Aldis on an NWA – television would be a great promo feud because now, both of them are great talkers right and aldis is married to mickey james and cardona is married to uh hot mess what's her name chelsea chelsea it writes hot itself mess. that's a new the name. hot mess nickname, the hot mess <laughs> but it writes itself right and that's where we're going you you've already called it right there we're going to do the mixed tag just similar to what they've done in gcw with bussy um, my favorite mixed tag. mixed tag is actually when I first saw John Cena, it was with uh, Don Marine. We're not talking and about the movies you was you and show. your friend Joe watch. This was at the assembly hall. This one mixed time. tags against Billy Kidman <laughs> and Tori Wilson. I think I was at that show. Yeah, was, well, that, yeah, was that when he was the prototype so. and his pink pants? Well, he was, wearing, was there. he was wearing the tights. He, yes. he wasn't the prototype, oh, no. but he was still John Cena. Was he? Right. But I remember that. I was yeah. there that But he I could like see the... him at that point. Yeah, he wasn't, <laughs> invisible. he wasn't invisible yet. He hadn't gotten his doctorate in thugonomics yet. Right. Oh, go. no, then I didn't see that one. I've only... He, John Cena came into my world as thugonomics, and now the you can't see me era. Yeah. And he stayed in her head from that point forward. Yes, sir, he has. Until he decided to be doing commercials like the cow commercials. I enjoy those commercials. That cow tickles <laughs> me. What about the, uh, he does the um, uh, pistachio. Is that yes, what you're talking he about? Yes, uh, he he, No, the cow's the Experian commercial. Okay, but he right? does the, the elephant is the pistachio commercial. Yeah. Uh, while you're on the news thing, I don't know if you guys, well, you may know it, but nah, the Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, got the People's Choice Award last week for being the people's champion. That was officially the Makes award sense. he was handed. And then he immediately handed it off to a Make-A-Wish recipient. Is that the same show he was with with the Amazon fella? Bezos, Bezos introduced him. Yeah. Yeah. Bezos introduced him. He said, uh, his achievements are legend. His work ethic is unparalleled. He transcends all demographics. He's impossible not to like, and he can sure put down a lot of pancakes. Did but even s- with all that, the thing that really stands out the most, he's kind. You see, kindness is a choice. What I admire most in Dwayne is his choice to show unwavering kindness to everyone around him. And then he gave the award to a Make-A-Wish kid, yeah. who I guess went, uh, for lack of a better word, ape shit. Just totally surprised, shocked, and that was great. And then sold it on eBay. Probably <laughs> so, but I mean, you know. That Did you see what The too. Rock was wearing at this award thing? That's yeah. what I want to talk yeah, about. That he was, looks uh, ridiculous. I had, I yeah. What was he yeah. wearing? I missed him. He's got like a bright silk red shirt and i think there he goes there it is yeah looks oh, wow. ridiculous all right want to be hugh hefner it doesn't even match right I'll, no uh, it doesn't maybe we'll throw that up on the page mark you screenshot that it. and share it so people live can yeah. see it I he looks he, ridiculous i wonder if he lost the jacket <laughs> he was supposed to be a full suit but he didn't i bet that. that little kid's got it he was probably wearing <laughs> it'd be better if he had the uh turtleneck and the gold chain and the fanny pack oh That's, yes yeah the, the the throwback look. Which, which, by the way, Danhausen has a T-shirt on Pro Wrestling Tees where he's wearing that outfit. 
Very and, nice. And it's it's very nice, very evil, and very ridiculous in a good way. <laughs> That's a guy, off getting off subject, he's guaranteed to sign with AEW. Yeah, he's got a feud waiting for him with the Ash Boys. The Ash Boys. <laughs> well, what? I just what read our, the Ash Boys. Bill, Billy Gunn and his Ass Boys. Oh. Uh, the Gun Club. I used to Billy love Gun. Billy Gunn. Billy Gunn for... 93 years old looks incredible. I don't I think he's 93. I don't know. I don't Let's think get so. Get our fact checker on that one. He may <laughs> be up in his 40s, but he may... He is 53 years old. Oh, he goodness. looks incredible. About the size of a brick shit house. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I read the other day that Dax Harwood's back to Danhausen said he'd like Danhausen to come over and take over AEW, kind of be like an authority figure where he runs everything. That's the article I read that Dan Housen should control AEW. Uh, Commissioner Housen? Yes, Commissioner Housen. Oh, it's, uh, you know, could be entertaining. Yeah. Uh, well, I asked you this earlier. If he goes to AEW, does Tony pony up the money and buy the rights to tequila? He's got to. The crowd, we, we know that the crowd loves that, that theme music. You know what I want to see? It, and it's it's off to, is Dan Housen against Darby Allen. <laughs> I want to see the two. I actually thought painted weirdos, earlier. you know, because <laughs> it, it doesn't it doesn't really match. But I mean, it would it would be I don't know it would be something. What about a Dan Housen Sting promo? <laughs> woo! That, that's you know, I don't know who the we're gonna Dan woo Housen and... guy is, but that to me sounds unorthodox. And... You're not familiar with Dan Housen? No, oh, no. Put up a get a picture of Danhausen to show Landry we'll Dan talk Housen about. Here. But I know Stang, the Stanger, because he's great in the police. Yeah, Roxanne, uh, that's Danhausen. Oh yeah, see why I would like him to wrestle. <laughs> he, they should honestly, he would be cool with uh, Finn Balor's um, demon character or what it the demon character or something. Yeah, he's well, kind of a goofy version. Yeah, of yeah. He's not a serious. yeah. <laughs> uh, for people who don't listen to a lot of podcasts, Danhausen is a very entertaining podcast interview subject. On he was on uh, Renee Paquette's podcast and on Talk of Jericho, like in character, and it was just what? great. Shout out to Jonathan Mayer and his hey. ass boys. Oh boy! <laughs> hey Jonathan, I uh, I haven't had a chance yet to check out your unboxing video. Jonathan Mayer does the pro wrestling crate unboxing video, similar to what Kyler does. John's got a lot of followers out there. I know uh, Ryan Barkin, who runs Pro Wrestling Tees, follows John. Actually, shared John's stuff on the Pro Wrestling Tees webpage and everything. So John's got a lot of followers. Uh, check that out. Anybody who subscribes to the Pro Wrestling Crate, it's pretty awesome. A lot of good stuff showed up at my mailbox today. So good stuff. Good stuff. So what do wrestling fans do over the holidays, guys? What do we do? What do we what do we what do we drink? Oh. Well, I guess it depends. I if you have it, I I can only speak for what I did this past weekend, drink a lot of uh, the Rocks tequila. Very yes, very good, very smooth. We had two options here Saturday night. We had the uh Blanco and the Reposado. And the Reposado and he's got an añejo coming out that yes, we're waiting we on will that definitely one. be in line for. But to be honest, I mean these gimmick tequilas, I mean you say, oh, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, it's got it. I've had Darius Rucker from Hootie and the Blowfish's tequila, or not tequila, his whiskey. It's absolute garbage. Oh, and God. I love Darius Rucker, but it's the, it's terrible. It tastes like something you drink out of the Charleston, South it's, Carolina It's, it's stomach acid. It's it's bad. But this, this is good tequila. Anybody listening that hasn't had it, 
I would definitely recommend going out, giving it a shot. It's we should, stuff. we should, we should get the breathalyzer one day and see how many <laughs> shots of Terramon it takes before you're just too screwed up to drive. <laughs> <laughs> you know, or what is there a podcast limit? Point zero what, or is it point two something? What is it? <laughs> We may have reached. I don't know why we didn't bring the bottle back here, but oh, not do because, that on the break. That's because we just had to start this. Oh, we can so, always go get it. So when we go to the break, which my mom's calling, I, she knows I'm on the podcast. My mother is calling for us, us right people. Who I'm, don't I'm looking at Mark Grabbin. And he's like, the show's off the rails for, already. For, for you non-drinkers, yeah. 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 The show is on the rail. For us non-drinkers during the holidays, we just enjoy our company with friends and family, and, and hanging out and enjoying the extra time with them that we don't normally get and I, I, I hope Dwayne's being serious and not sexually perverse here but he wants to know how Chris Jericho's bubbly tastes uh, uh I can speak on that Dwayne I've had it Dwayne your wording is everything Dwayne it's not great uh, <laughs> be honest I I gave Rachel I I don't mind uh. it alcohol's alcohol uh, Rachel took a drink of it and about spit it back out in the cup so it is, <laughs> it's it's not sparkling champagne it's sparkling wine uh. Um, I bought two bottles. I opened one. I drank half of it. I poured the other down the drain, and the other one sits on my shelf currently. Waiting so. to be autographed. So uh, back to the point. Chris Jericho WWE days, does that make the list or not it, make the it list? It makes the terrible alcohol list. Yes, it's yes. number one. <laughs> uh, it's a cool bottle, you know, so the bubbly. I was reading the other day. They were talking about um, – so – I don't remember what website it was, but it was maybe it was pro wrestling something. I don't know. They voted each year on comments and things like that or catchphrases. Jericho has won three times in the last five years. Two years in a row for you made the list. Yeah. And one year for a little bit of the bubbly. So good for Jericho, if nothing else. The guy's a catchphrase machine. He, he is. Going back to WCW, he was always coming up with stuff. He, I just read this uh, last weekend. Uh, doctors ordered not to sing anymore. Are you struggling? Or at least for right oh. now. Oh. <laughs> trying Just to pop a top over there. Trying to get the court to pick up on the microphone there, Marco? But Popping bottles. We're going to share on the page right now. So we're drinking. Yeah. We got the Terramana here. Hang on. I'm oh, boy. <laughs> Here's the pour. Nothing says There's a good podcast like there. tequila. The producer. So we'll we'll share it if anybody's never had it. Producing under the influence, which could be very entertaining. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> that's a PUI or PUI. <laughs> I'm gonna share it to the jumping the rail story do you have a, right now. Do you have a drum button on there? But um, bump. I do. Yeah, he's got one of those, and I've got this. <laughs> oh, yep. There we go. Oh. So where where all right where are we at now we we really have jumped through are we doing okay. the shot real quick yeah, you, you guys, guys do are the doing shot. the shot Cheers. I'm gonna cheers to all y'all if wanna, you smell I what the rock of, is selling I want to kind of get into what we're doing uh, in two weeks Narge if that's all right with you so what are we doing we're doing our year in review episode and uh, I, we kind of went into this a little bit the last episode we're gonna kind of break down the year different categories right. and we're gonna kind of give Excuse our take me. on the best like things to happen in wrestling this year. But what we're doing is we're going to have one for our listeners to vote on, which is going to be what was the best match of the year in 2021. Also, 
which one of us is the sexiest. I heard they were going to vote on that. I did not hear that, but I like my chances. Well, I mean, by de- by default, hands down, I probably win Marco. right now. Oh. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> Might be competitive. But what that really gonna, fucking isn't. But what we're gonna do is we're gonna put a we're gonna put a poll out there also for you guys to. Hey, vote. you speak for your own poll. <laughs> <laughs> what Mark it's, is gonna do is put it, his it, poll it out might there. Be, might be a slippery. Mine's one. a single poll at least. <laughs> but what we're gonna do is we're gonna have a list of ten matches for you guys to choose from. I didn't get to pick any of these, by the way. Uh, you, I think you'll agree with them. Yeah, I did. I, Look yeah. at the list and disagree. That's what this is all about. Hey, so, I, I don't want to interrupt you, but I, I'm sure. getting a call from Huntsville, Alabama right now. You know <laughs> oh. who this is? Oh, Conrad. This is Conrad Thompson's uh, guy. It, I'm not going to answer it because it won't be Conrad. It'll be Bill. But Conrad Thompson, I attempted to refi my mortgage about three months ago. This guy calls me religiously once a week. So, Conrad, if you listen, if you happen to tune in one time. Tell Bill coot- to stop fucking calling. Yeah, tell Bill to stop <laughs> calling. But kudos to your team for just... Persistent. They are persistent and relentless, and I appreciate right. that. All right, Mark, go ahead. All right, so <laughs> I'm going to run down the list of your uh, your matches to choose from before uh, the 28th. And it's basically 10 matches. Kind of expands all the territories, a little bit of everything. So you got... I need my glasses. <laughs> Do you need me to hold it over here for put you, Mark, your, so you can put see? Put your spectacles <laughs> yeah. on. Because I, I usually don't have my contacts in. So you got Shingo versus Jeff Cobb from Wrestle Kingdom 15, Finn Balor versus Kyle O'Reilly from Takeover from NXT on the TV match, not the Takeover match. Kushida versus Johnny Gargano from Takeover Vengeance Day in February. Uh, Thunder Rosa versus Britt Baker from Dynamite, the uh, Lights Out match, which I know Narge is a big fan of. Fan. Uh, Cole versus O'Reilly Takeover Stand in the Liver WrestleMania weekend. Then. Uh, one that I saw, I don't think Narch has seen this yet. The Iron Man match between Josh Alexander and TJP from Impact. Nope. Six, six, 60 plus minutes. It was damn good. Uh, Edge versus Rollins from SummerSlam. Hmm. Uh, I like Vol- that one. Volter versus Dragunov from TakeOver. That. That's one of my favorites. Yes. Uh, you got the Bucks versus the Lucha Brothers from All Out. Is that the cage? Uh, yes. Where the, yeah, where you the put the thumbtacks thumb on the shoes. Yeah, 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 that was a good one. And then the last one we have is actually from this past weekend. I got the Briscoes versus OGK from Final Battle. Uh, okay. If you guys have Fight TV or Honor Club, maybe it's on YouTube. You can check that out. And we'll put these on a poll for the next uh, two weeks. And can then we add uh, one more? All right, we'll Narch throw a wild card in. We got we to gotta add the War Games. GCW. Get out the War Games match. I love that match. Do you, that's not just for uh, that sentimental purposes, is it? Was that well, Alex's match? Well, yeah. it was all of the. Yeah. Games. Are you talking about the entire show? Yeah, it was. Okay. Well, it was the war. It was the cage. Uh-huh. I just think you need a wild card, and I think that's the one. We don't have any GCW. I think that's I'll a good with, one. I'll agree to that. All right. For me, I I don't get a vote, but well, you can give. But I do. Thing. All right. So for me, Baker and Rosa. That's just because his name's Baker. <laughs> or, well, Bri- I love a little bias there. <laughs> yeah, or uh, man, the tequila's hitting. Uh, <laughs> Walter and Dragonov, which wasn't even the main event. Okay, no, but it stole the the chops. The cho- I mean, Dragonov. It was so awesome. His Those chest. are my two matches. They Dragon- really are. Dragonov's chest was Stroganov at the end of that match. It, yeah, it was. What a both name. of those. 
again for sentimental purposes war games i gotta i gotta experience war games with one of my best friends with my son i'll never forget the end of that night kyler still tells people he's like nick gage picked me up dad and spun (laughs) me around and he did for anybody that's listening we went to war games at the end we got to meet mance warner um we got to meet nick gage and nick we went up to him my son was like can i get a picture with you and he was like fuck yeah little man and then he picked him up and spun him around. And Kyler, I've never seen him so happy. After yeah, he that, was, I'm... He was lit up. He was. And I was so jealous. I told him, I said, Kyler, I wanted to meet Nick Gage. <laughs> and he said, Dad, hang on. And Kyler fought his way through, I bet, 30 people. And he, tells, he, he taps Nick Gage on the shoulder. And he says, my dad wants to meet you. And he said... Where the fuck's he at? <laughs> I said, can I get a picture? He said, fuck yeah. We still, we still got to get Kyler to learn the whole, my little brother has cancer. Can he yeah. come meet you, Gig? <laughs> I, that's it. We're going to figure that out. But I'll tell you what, GCW. Oh, by the way, folks, we would never actually do that. It's a dude. running joke. That's pretty awesome. Your son fulfilled a dream for you. He did. Although, and then, but he you. did. He went, and if Kyler's listening, he's not. He's at Police Academy. Kyler is a little police officer he's the michael winslow of the grind <laughs> um that was such an awesome show mark yeah. and we're gonna get to do it again yes a couple weeks january, january me you 15th. Yep. me you kyler we're going january 15th we're gonna see the briscoes we're yep. gonna see pco yeah we're gonna see just announced jonathan gresham's gonna be jonathan there. gresham but we're gonna Ooh. the main one come on the rock and roll express ricky fucking morton yes i've had a lot of tequila ricky morton <laughs> Greatest mullet in the business. I mean, the guy's still... Re- he's like 80 years old. And he's still no, wrestling. Their, their estimates are a little skewed. He's in his late 60s. I you this know what, what I want to see? call the new math. I want to see Ricky <laughs> Morton against... Math. I want to see yeah. Ricky Morton against Billy Gunn. We'll see the Rock and Roll Express against the Ass Boys. The Ass Boys. No, I don't want the Ass Boys. I want Billy Gunn There's by himself. There's a lot of ass talk I also, here. I love the fact that Billy Gunn wore the Ass Andrew Boys t-shirt on the uh, not yesterday. I, I can't lie. I do like I, the ass boys. I told you, hey, now you and your ass. I told I'm you female perspective over here. Yeah, yeah. Mark, I told you, back. it writes itself though. If Danhausen was healthy, him and Billy Gunn, mm-hmm. incredible first mm-hmm. feud that puts him over. You beat a legend. I mean, he's in the Hall of Fame, right? Is DX in the Hall yeah. of Fame? Yeah. That it, right? Am speak, I wrong? Speak a Hall of Fame. Sorry, completely train railed, derailed. What are you doing? But You're the guest. What do you think about like Mizanin introducing <laughs> in a, like? That's just marvelous heel tactics. He basically, Narz, you probably didn't see this. He announced himself as the next inductee in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Last night, the Miz did. <laughs> yeah, it's not true. I'd induct him this. Yeah, I'd induct he's, him he's at gonna Mania. Be, he's going to be a Hall of Famer. But he was just doing it to get himself, like, I think, because he's feuding with Edge, so he said he's going to be the you next. Kn- you know who should be his induct- inductor, inductee? Josh Matthews, who he beat. Ooh. Oh, yeah, he beat him in uh, Tough Enough. Yeah. Sorry, I'm you guys can get back on topic. I just, <laughs> so off the rail. <laughs> so I got one uh, jump, thing. We're you jumped the rail. We're going to touch on right. something uh, for a few, then we're going to take a little break, Marco, if that's all right. And, Let me check uh, my calendar. We got we got some uh, we got some rough news last uh, few days. Oh no! A couple guys that we lost in the business. Number one last Wednesday, the uh, great Black Jack Lanza passed away. Oh. From uh, I guess he had dementia. He's one half the Black Jacks with yep. Black Jack Mulligan. Yep, the original Black Jack with uh, Bobby Heenan. 
I don't know if you saw Vince McMahon actually tweeted out about it. So that's how you know it's a big deal. Yeah. yeah. Vince had yeah. a lot of respect for yeah. Blackjack Lansing. Blackjack was one of Vince's right-hand guys for a long oh, yeah. time. And, uh, yes, he passed away last Wednesday night, or well, Wednesday sometime. And uh, he got a huge outpouring from people that worked for WWF over the years, people that he worked with in AWA. You know, he was uh, always working with Heenan, teamed up with uh, Bachwinkle and Stevens and all those guys. And uh, so he will be sorely missed. He's a great mind for the business. And uh, then just yesterday, Narge, we uh, found out Jimmy Rave passed away from uh, – he had – a lot of problems. He had a huge MRSA infection. It was awful. Cost him one arm and both legs in the last uh, last couple of years, I think. And, yeah, uh, I don't. I don't think anything has really come out about what happened. No, but there's a lot of uh, assumptions, and it's unfortunate. Uh, so we talked earlier. I subscribe to Pro Wrestling Crate. I subscribe also to a company called Pro Wrestling Loot, <laughs> who has a Jimmy Rave. Uh, figure coming out and everything all the money was going to go to him at this point they're going to do an uh, a variation of that figure and everything's going to go to his children yeah i think he had said before he had a i think he had a gofundme going because he had upwards of 100 grand in hospital bills that he was trying to get help with yeah uh, he he had said you know he didn't take very good care of his health over the years no um anybody listening if if there's something wrong go get checked out Figure it out. Make sure. Don't just assume whatever is wrong with you is going to go away. Right. I've been guilty of that. Um, and don't, don't assume it's unfixable. Right? Yeah, everything is fixable. There, you know, Well, not everything, but it should be. Just don't have too much pride to go and figure it out. And if, if you need help, reach out to somebody. We talked about this, Mark. I don't know if, if this was due to that or if, if Jimmy took his life. Okay? Right. If you're listening and you're depressed or anything like that, reach out to somebody. There are hotlines. There are people. We have friends <laughs> who friends. are counselors. There, reach out to somebody who can help you. Right. Whatever you're feeling, I'm sorry, Mark. No, no, no. Whatever you're feeling in this moment is probably a temporary feeling. Okay, and it can be fixed. You have to look for the positives in life. There, the. Life is not always terrible. It's a temporary thing. So that's my suggestion. Just yeah. reach out to somebody. Yeah. I think and Nikki Six uh, and his man sang a song called uh, Life is Beautiful. Yep. Yes. And it's. Uh, I and, love that you know, song. Songs like that. In fact, that band Six has written some yeah. of the best rock songs yes. in the last five years, at least. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, like we said, they haven't announced for sure what the cause of death was with Jimmy. What I'm going to say is this. If you haven't seen him work, I encourage you to do it because he was a very technically sound guy. He could. He was a very versatile wrestler. He could. He didn't do a lot of the high flying, even though he was a junior heavyweight for most of his career. But he was one of those ground, like almost like a Benoit type almost. With uh, He could do the submissions and the strikes and things like that. And I posted on our page yesterday. I wanted to post a match on, uh, on off of YouTube. So I threw on, I don't know if you saw this match before, Narge, but uh, his his cage match with CM Punk from Ring of Honor in 05. I haven't had a chance to watch it. You shared it with us uh, on the page, and I'm going to go back and look yeah. at it. I've been a busy couple of days, yeah. but I want to see it. And yeah. he's one of those guys, similar to some other indie guys, 
huge outpouring for Jimmy Rave. Yeah. I mean, a lot of guys, and I want to say this, and maybe I'll sound like a dick, but why wait now? Why wait till he passed away to share? That's something I hear a lot on Busted Open, especially when somebody passes away, Mark Henry or Bubba Ray. They'll say, always try to give people flowers when they're still alive to receive them. The thing is, yeah, he's been going through throw mu- through so much for the past year, and now all of a sudden it's, oh, Jimmy, you know what I mean? And I don't want to be a yeah. dick about it. Maybe some of these guys have reached out. I've, I know okay? he's been getting, I've been seeing support here and yeah. like out there, but. I just, if, if, if you aren't supporting somebody and you feel like maybe you should, now is the time. It's the holidays. Holiday season is one of the biggest times of the year where people are depressed and they are the self, a lot of self-reflection. Mm-hmm. A lot of feeling alone. Yeah. So yes. if there's somebody out there and you're like, man, I, w- I want to reach out to them. Do it. I encourage you to do that. Let them know that you're thinking about them. And sometimes maybe that's all it takes is just, hey, I'm thinking about yeah, you. You never know. You never know. So here's two. So, so, yeah, we're going to finish with our tribute to Blackjack Lands and Jimmy Rave, and then we're going to take a little break, and we'll be back with the next half of the show. The break music, by the way, will be provided by the Zach Dable Band, who are a local to, is it Westville? Uh, Fairmount, Fairmount, Catlin, Vermilion County area. Okay. So, yeah, Zach Dable we're going to do the Zach Dable band. We'll do Zach now. Yes. All right. Here, you know, we're going to have the Zach Dable band. We have a band called the hangovers. Uh, shout out to Perry Dable, American family insurance, uh, his son's band and his, they, uh, have offered to let us play some of their tunes. And we absolutely appreciate a le- letting them allow us to do that. And, uh, once we do, we're going to do a great 10 bell salute here to our fallen, uh, heroes, and then we're going to go into that. We'll be right back. Please don't go anywhere. Just got 
back thanks for sticking around thanks to uh perry dable and uh the zach dable good, experience the zach dable experience for giving us some tunes for the break and uh now we're going to get kind of into our theme for the evening which is uh well, which Christmas. is actually not tequila it is not tequila it's uh we're going to kind of discuss a little bit about the holidays since we're uh about 11 days away from christmas if my math is right yes so yesterday would have been the 12th day of Christmas? Yeah, I guess so. My wrestler gave to me 12 so, bottles of tequila. <laughs> so what, 11 ring rats humping or something? Oh, Holy Lord. shit. <laughs> we, should, we, should, we should do that. We should, we write, should, a 12, we should write a 12, 12, drunks of, 12 drunk songs of Christmas or some shit. I think we're on All our right. way now. Uh, I think 12 days of wrestling Christmas is a... Uh, hey, Andrea, can song. you drive if we get really hammered? Because we can't make it out of here. Let's be honest. Oh, All Jesus. work Christmas parties start and end this way with regret, and that's how this podcast is going to end with regret. <laughs> Episode 11, regret. Yes. Oh, boy. Oh, and I also, I, I <laughs> Episode forgot. 11 is the recap hey, you better of the slow regret. down on them sprites, yeah, mister. I, know, I, know. I completely forgot that also in our next episode, we're going to have uh, Keith Gibson joining us from Keith. Past Lounge Radio. The, 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 our list. the the OG KG. The OG. He just yeah. he just messaged us to ask us, were we still on? Is everything cool? We're like, of course, it, bro. KG, we are good. Keith, you listening? It's all good, baby. We're we're ready to have you, and it's, not in a creepy way. All right, all right, all right. But oh, uh, yeah, so we got uh, Keith on the twenty eighth, and from the sounds of it, on the eleventh of January, we got a special guest going to be calling in. 
And that is the voice of GCW, Mr. Kevin Gill. The just king, a couple, just the a king couple of, days for the show. The king of yeah. fuck this and fuck that, Kevin yep. Gill. That's no, what no, he no, does. Excuse Four me, days excuse me. before. He is an understudy of mine. I guarantee you I drop more fucks than anybody you know. I will tell you what, though. Kevin Gill gets a lot of grief online. Jim Cornette's even given him some. I find that hilarious. But, hilarious? Kevin, but Kevin Gill comments how I would comment when I watch the show. Uh-huh. If somebody does something, I'm like, oh, fuck. Yep. And he does that. Yep. And that's why people well, relate he was the guy, to him. He was the guy announced when we watched that GCO. And yes. I was like, this is fucking awesome. I mean, I wish their audio sounded better, but they're fucking living this. They're not just yeah. watching. And Mark, you're not alone. I was in the comments this weekend. Yeah. They were like, oh, great. Another show where it sounds like you're in the somebody's bedroom and you can't right. make out any of the music. We love GCW. Yep. Why Fantastic they can't figure out stuff. how to get the music and the mics. It's a money. It's yeah. It's also, a money production equipment and talent yeah. thing. Also, uh, shout out to Kevin uh, on the Nick Gage Invitational Tournament. He actually shouted out this podcast on the air. He did. That was cool. Yeah. I didn't think he'd do it. I just put a tweet out, and then he just I just heard my name. I was like, oh, crap. He's I popped. Run. I popped. I marked out in my basement. I was yep. like, oh, oh. Rachel was like, what is wrong with you? Hey, Perry, <laughs> thanks for listening, brother. Perry Dable listening in tonight. Perry, Dable. Perry did, the, did the sound? Did the song sound good, Perry? Just let us know in the comments. Oh, also, Dwayne, uh, I see you had a comment. We saw this during the break. You say the Miz has a long way to go before he makes it to the Hall of Fame. He doesn't have that far to go. Hey, it's I, a I, long way to the top. He's Dwayne. closer than I am. He is it, the far away he's got to go is just in years. Like how whenever he decides to retire, Miz Miz is first ballot. Yeah. He's for from where he started to where he is. You know, and I think about Miz when he did Real World. Well, I, yes, I remember Real World, but Real World. That was an MTV no. show. Yes, but it the, was. But the tough enough thing wow. where he, or no, it was the diva search. He screwed up. Remember where all the stuff yeah. right all off his arm? Yeah. It is what it is. But Miz's first ballot, Perry Dable, American Family Insurance. If anybody needs an insurance guy, Perry Dable, he's the man. I know he refers my company out that I work for, Clean Right. Um, if you need water or mold restoration, welcome to Shillathon. <laughs> welcome to this. This show is brought to you by. I mean, if you have really Mark small Reb- people that need daycares, Andrea can Ch- hook you yeah, up. Yeah, Chesterbrook Academy. Mark yeah. Redman hates this. He's like, God damn it, we're off script. We're, yeah. Hey, we're, let's we get back have, on. We don't have much of a script today. <laughs> no, today it's I had, I had a very last. detailed format for the show. Then all of a sudden, it's like, you know, what? let's just be loose and do <laughs> whatever. All right, hey, so we're real live, quick. pal. So real quick, folks, because we need to get responses from you guys on the chatterbox mm-hmm. here, okay? We want to play a game. Six degrees of Kevin Bacon. I'm sure by now everybody's heard of it, but it's really simple. He's the, an actor. The theory is that for any actor in the world, you can so. find at most six steps between that actor and Kevin Bacon. Uh, so like somebody that acted in a movie with Kevin Bacon is at the zero degree. Somebody that acted in a movie with somebody else that acted with Kevin Bacon is a degree off. We decided we'd have fun with it tonight, and what we want you guys to do is throw at us a... Now there's, there's certain rules here. One rule is any actor in the world you want, fine. But then the other one has to be a professional wrestler that has been in an, a production, a movie, a television, or sometimes like appeared on Fallon music, and shit try, works. Try to avoid like music Broadway because I don't yeah. know anything about Broadway. Well, well, well yeah, but the Six us. Degrees theory is all about the film industry. Right. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, 
uh, what's that guy that was in the Scream movies that also Arquette. did the wrestling thing? Arquette. Okay, yeah. so he was in that, but I don't know if that qualifies in the wrestling ring because I don't think wrestling shows are applicable to this. Number See, one. it would though if you put David Arquette in. With does it show it's game the over? Right, like that's how you yeah, get the rock. Just, do we remove David Arquette from voting because it'd just be too well? Easy? What did Arquette and Kevin Bacon? No, Kevin Bacon doesn't matter. No, we're not right? doing Kevin Bacon. This it doesn't so, matter. So the first challenge I throw to the listeners is: throw me the Chevy Chase go. to Dwayne Johnson. Tell me what degree we are. Tell me what we're connecting here, folks. Wait a minute. Chevy got... Chase to Dwayne Johnson. Go. Well, all right. So Jonathan Mayer said, That's let's for the start. listeners. Well, I know like that. But Jonathan Mayer said, let's start with Swoggle. John, why would swoggle? you do what that? A, you some bitch, you. Come on. Swoggle. Is that little, the little shit? The little guy. Swoggle is from. Oh, he loves it when you call him a little shit. John, John's trying he to be was. cute. Swoggle is what? Uh, coming to your house. Labyrinth? Is it Labyrinth of Swoggle? Is that the name? Dylan Postel is his name. Is that yeah. the actor? Yeah, no, oh, it's the wrestler. It's the, the wrestler. wrestler's oh, okay. actual surname. He was, a, he was a leprechaun. Rich oh. Dalton. Thank you for listening. Oh, from uh, yeah, there we go. Yeah. So Jennifer Aniston. Yes. Then done. We're done. You lose. Well, no, he wasn't in the <laughs> movie Leprechaun. Not that. Oh, he. Guy. Oh, he's no, not he's the a same wrestler guy. Who was oh. a, What is this? He was. Oh, he's a wow. diminutive fellow who was a leprechaun. Diminutive. On is that the way we call it now? I'm trying to be nice because he could still kick my ass. <laughs> All right, Mark. Well, Johnson said he was in a Muppets movie. Hornswoggle was? Why don't I see that? I don't know. He said, let's start with Swoggle. He was in the Muppets movie. Now, Good job, gotta, Jonathan. So who are we? Hang on. Slow down. It, the Rock's tequila. Shots. This is his. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> who are we trying to link Swoggle to? To yeah, John he just, Mayer? He just. If not John Mayer. Was right. No, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. If he was in the Muppets movie, then Swoggle has a bacon number of zero with John fucking Denver. Miss Piggy. Look bacon. at him. And Miss Piggy. Oh. Who's sleeping over here? No, it's pig. That's a pig noise. That's what Baker does, my my oh. boy. <laughs> hey, if your children are listening, tell them to put their earmuffs on right now. But what's green and smells like bacon? <laughs> Kermit's hands. Oh. <laughs> got a button for Cheers. that? Hang on a minute. There's got to be one in there somewhere. Uh. <laughs> hey, where's all of our Christmas buttons? Do we have a Christmas button? A Hallelujah! Holy shit! We just went to church. Holy shit! There it is. All right. We, we, have, we have four listeners. We can't lose them <laughs> with no. your drunk shenanigans. Okay, so me. again, listeners. Number one, Chevy Chase to Dwayne Johnson. See if you can figure it out. Number two, throw us two names. Name one, some famous actor, actress, etc. And number two, a wrestler... Or a wrestling industry person that has been in a movie or television show at least once. And let's see if we can connect those dots for you. That's right. Uh, and Andrea's got her hand up. Which Sorry. looks great on an audio podcast. And we're going to ignore Swaggle Everybody we don't there know the saw it. Everybody on there I saw it. I work at a school. I'm used to raising my hand, Fair okay? <laughs> and your voice. Sorry. Go ahead. Um, mine would be Magic Mike with Kevin Nash. All right. I don't think sexy. the concept is working here. Magic Mike has Kevin Nash, but what yeah. you're trying to do is figure out some other actors connecting to Kevin Nash that wasn't in that movie. So, we're losing Jonathan, listeners. Jonathan, we only have two and one of them. Jonathan, <laughs> I've been told that being a heel is better, so we're going fucking heel. Wait, what did he say? He said, don't go heel on your four listeners. <laughs> John, don't count our listeners. <laughs> no. 
And we're back to four. Right. It was two. It was two. <laughs> All right. Now we're the Will four. We get more listeners well, that's because the FCC is listening in. The FCC is listening in. <laughs> Mark, look over there. <laughs> Narch, Narch already told everybody, I don't punch anything. Well, we got a riveting wrestling card in uh, the living room in here on Saturday night with the fighting Narge boys. For oh, we wow. did. Uh, the yeah, the, the, the Mighty Murray and the uh, Killer Kyler. So yeah, Murray, down. Murray fights dirty. He's a, he what about, so stiff. What Murray? about the two-on-one there? Mighty Murray, Kyler, and then I thought she was talking Baker. about her Badass Baker. Badass yeah, Baker. little badass Baker. Uh, that's what happens. The little ones against the big one. So, <laughs> and I've seen it at my house. Murray was doing it. Actually, so Mark here had bought my boys some gifts. And they were these creepy masks. They were. It creepy. looks like they. Horrifying. It looks like they had skinned Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns' face. Hello, Clemmies. Cool. I came down the other morning. They're shirtless in their jammy pants with these masks. With some fava on. beans. <laughs> Murray says, weighing in at 125 pounds, Seth. Freaking Rollins. That's my three-year-old. Uh, my nine-year-old says winging at 98 pounds, Roman Reigns. I'm concerned. I think Kyler thinks Roman may still have cancer. Maybe they meant kilograms. Maybe they were watching the Brit, the, the BBC are, and they meant are they, kilograms. Are they teaching metric in the grade school system in Muhammad? My biggest concern was that they were going to break my TV. That is a very real concern. They were... All over each other. At one point, Murray took his hand over Kyler's head back and forth and said, Nick Gage. That's my three-year-old. I don't know how he knows what Nick Gage does, but he said, Nick Gage, Daddy. And uh, Has your three-year-old ever lived he in was, your house and been in the same room with you? It's possible. Then this is why. He was hoping for color. Uh, red, red makes green. It does. <laughs> All right, we're off the rails. We're jumping we're, the rails. So we we're jumping right, off the rails. So while Here, we're waiting on... I'm going to uh, test Mark. Responses. Mark, okay. No, I want to test Mark Redman. Okay. Actor, wrestler. All right. Tom Cruise, John Cena. Go. That's an easy Oh, ah, there we go. I'm ashamed that I don't know this one. I'm sure it's easy. Let me think here. Come on. Those are biggies. I, I, this is a softball. I don't know the answer because I've been drinking tequila, but I bet somebody in Suicide Squad did something. He said, he said I'm sure it's easy, and I was wondering whose sister he was talking about. It's <laughs> not mine. Sorry, Brian. <laughs> Tom Cruise to Robert Duvall in Days of Thunder. I said Tom Hanks. No, you, you said were, Tom Cruise. You said Tom Cruise. I meant Hanks. No, wait, I got it, though. All so, right, we'll do Cruise. So Cruise to Duvall to Will Ferrell to John Cena. What was Will Ferrell? Oh, two. Daddy Home God. 2. Daddy yeah, Daddy Damn, home. Mark. Okay, I like and, it. And he gets a bonus point for it being a fucking Christmas movie. Yes. All right, you got to throw one my way now. All right, uh, let's go. I'm going to give you Tom Hanks. Okay. To Chris Jericho. Oh, oh my. Chris Jericho. Tom Hanks, Chris Jericho. Hmm. Has been in a movie. He has? He has. What well, movie? Oh, by the way, guys, we just want to be clear about this. Pornhub movies don't qualify. Right. If you know any of them, don't throw them out. Wait a minute. Us. Was he in uh, Ready to Rumble? No. No. Why don't I'll know. give you. It was a Will Forte movie. Still. Uh, who's Will Forte? No. Uh, <laughs> okay, I'm gonna because it's country. He was in McGruber. What? McGruber. 
Who has watched wow. that? Nobody. That's why it no. was horrible. Who's watched that? Yeah, Nobody. you've given me a brain buster. I don't know. All right, I'm going to give you a different one. All so right. stick with Tom Hanks, but uh, you know, let's go Tom Hanks to The Rock. Tom, Tom Hanks, Hanks to, to The, the Rock. Rock. Okay. Well, that's an interesting one. So Tom Hanks has been with pretty much everybody at this point. Nicole uh, Kidman, Katie. Oh, what? Oh, you meant something else, didn't you? No, that not Tom Cruise. Tom Hanks. Oh, different Tom. Come on. Sorry. Oh, my goodness. Um. All right, so Wayne? Tom Hanks to Leonardo DiCaprio. He, Leo's been with everybody. Who Who's my end game here? The Rock. The Rock. The Rock. All right, so uh, Tom with Leo. Leo with Matt Damon in The Departed. Okay. Matt Damon with shit. With shit. I'm I'm going somewhere. Go with Ben Affleck. Because Ben Affleck, Matt, that's Matt Damon, good. Ben that's Affleck good. have been everywhere together. And then Ben Affleck's been in some movies with Jennifer Garner. J Lo, J Lo, J Lo. Is there any J Lo connection here yet? And then J Lo too. Come on, listeners, help me out. Who's J Lo been in a movie with? Oh, you said in a movie. <laughs> in a movie. <laughs> well, she's been with everybody. Uh, she's not being the butt of jokes. Huh. One listener is that me? I'm the only listener at this point. Uh, don't I never look at that because it's uh, not accurate. J Lo and. Woody Harrelson. And then... Woody. You only got one more degree to go, though. So it's Woody with somebody and then The Rock, right? Yeah. All right. So Woody with... Tim Allen and The Rock. Ever do a show hang together? On, hang on, hang on, hang on. Woody with... Uh... Rock has been with everybody. He really has. I don't know. I got Kevin nothing. Hart. Just find well, a movie yeah, that Kevin Hart connects am, with. That's what it said. <laughs> Or Sean William Scott. I was trying to figure that out. Right, right. Nah, Kevin Hart was in that uh, movie about the airplane. It was like half the planet. And Snoop Dogg was in that. Soul Plane. Soul Plane. Yes. And Snoop That's Dogg was in that. Yeah, okay. Right. And Snoop Dogg has been in a bunch of stuff, too. Starsky and Hutch. Right. Starsky mm-hmm. and Hutch, which was who? Owen Wilson, Wilson and, and Wilson. yeah. A bunch of other yeah, people. Will Ferrell. Will, Will Ferrell was in that. Will Ferrell was in the other guys with The Rock. Fuck yeah. Yeah. There it is. I, I right. knew we'd get there. But there officially speaking, go. Tom Hanks was in the Hawaiian Vacation. I have never heard of that. Neither has anybody else. That's fine. And in Hawaiian Vacation. Is that a private movie with him and his old lady? <laughs> I don't know, but in that movie <laughs> was Blake movie. Clark. And I posted Blake Clark on my oh, personal Facebook the other day. So do I. I Blake Clark. So Tom Hanks was in Hawaiian Vacation with Blake Clark, who was in Get Smart with... Dwayne Johnson. Uh, nice. And Michael Scott from The Office. There you go. Yes. Well, I mean, it's that Steve guy, but yeah. Steve Crow. All right. What else, what else we want to discuss, Mark? Maybe we need to get back on the rails. So we're sticking... Uh, we discussed talking about some uh, some of our favorite movies here. Like I said, we're keeping it very uh, very loose. Very loosey-goosey. Just hanging, just hanging loose on this one. we got a couple shows left in this year for uh, January. So... I want to put this it is there. Clark. That's the gift that keeps on giving the whole year. <laughs> so I'm just going to put it out first. Uh, as far as movies that star people from the illustrious wrestling business, Narge, if you had to pick one 
to show somebody the versatility of a professional wrestler, what would you choose? Nothing with John Cena. Hey, now. Mark and I have talked the other day. I feel attacked. Guilty guilty pleasure is obviously Rocky Three with Hulk Hogan now, and wait, Thunder now, Lips. But Boom. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call Wasn't bullshit. Mr. Was Mr. T a wrestler before or after that? Because he did he a wrestling a thing, too. He was a bouncer. For the wrestlers? Yeah, he wrestled after Rocky Three. Okay. But but he was an A-team at that point, right? Yeah. No, it was right before the A-team. It was 81. Oh, really? But uh, I'm going to call bullshit because Hogan played a wrestler. Yeah. I said versatility. Oh. <laughs> Okay. For me, the the first movie that I really enjoyed with a wrestler was Walking Tall with The Rock. Oh, nice. And oh, which nice. Was a remake. I enjoy that movie. Now, when he did that, he was actually still billed as The Rock, not Dwayne Johnson, I think he, right? I might have been used Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Dwayne yeah. The Rock Johnson. He had done Scorpion King, and then this was kind of either his second or this, third. That, yeah. He did The Rundown, and then he did Walking Tall, I think. I That's think right, Walking Scorpion Tall King. was when he was like Dwayne The Rock Johnson, okay. starting yeah. to convert into yeah. just Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. To become he a was, full He was coming actor. out of the wrestling closet. Right. Yeah, what, essentially. <laughs> what made me enjoy it was not just him, but I really enjoyed Johnny Knoxville as well. Yeah. And I thought they worked well together in right. that. Um, but, uh, Neil McDonough was a really good asshole in that he, movie. Oh, he is. He's somebody you want to punch in the face. But I enjoyed that movie. And I, I don't like a ton of The Rock's movies. I like that. I really like Central Intelligence. I Right there? Okay, so. Him and on Kevin that Hart. Central Intelligence to me is probably the 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 most fun I've had at a movie with The Rock, but it's because of Kevin Hart. It's not the, it's not that Dwayne Johnson. I, I mean Dwayne Johnson. I mean he did the fucking movie where he's a football player. He did the one where he's the Tooth Fairy. I mean he's done a <laughs> hey, shit ton. I like the Tooth San Fairy. San Andreas. I'll be honest. Right. San Andreas. I went and saw with my youngest Dallas, and we went to a theater and they had the motion seats and it was 3D. And that was the only movie I've ever seen where the motion seats seemed to make sense because the whole fucking planet's shaking. Right. Uh, that was a movie that I absolutely enjoyed. And if I were to put a list together of wrestling superstars in movies, San Andreas would be on it. But I agree with what he just said. Andrew, what about you? Um, it's I have a few. The Marine. I... The Marine Part 2. The Marine no, Part 3. No. I like uh, the original 12 Rounds. When John Cena, of course, Johnny Fair plays in that movie because he did phenomenal. I think they overplayed it, and also the Marines. I think they overplayed it. They should have nice. just left it at like one or two. But also for, after part seventeen, you got bored too. After part well, seventeen, but I kind of started. They switched guys too. Yeah, they kept John switching Cena them to like Randy to Orton. And, well, what they did was they said yeah. we can't afford this guy now. Right. Um, Ted DiBiase Jr. was the Marine once. Randy Orton was the Marine. Well, he was supposed to be. They they had to pull him out because the actual Marines didn't want him involved because he was he went he AWOL. Went AWOL yeah. 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 Well, didn't RKO do a sh- series with Ryan Collins? I don't think so. Like a show where it was like the Predator or something? No, I don't think so. On USA, but maybe. For my all-time favorite movie, I will go back to... All-time th- favorite movie involving a wrestler. Involving a wrestler. I will sure. go back to say... One Night in China. Shocking, oh. it's not with John Cena, but it is with The Rock. It's with it's Tooth Fairy, because that Why? was one of his movies where he had to be vulnerable and oh. show a different side of him, because it was with a kid in it, and he had to like 
do the spoiler alert, spoiler alert coming at you. So if you haven't seen it, sorry. By the way, you've had fucking years. <laughs> it's been but, like, it sounds like Sunny's Sunny Days movie. It was her and But kid. with him in the tutu and everything yeah, right, and right. adapting to learning how to be a parent. It was Did just, you look under the tutu? I, I Guilty as charged. But so, I, I was just a absolutely. great movie, a wholesome family That's movie. Fun. This is when he cycled off the steroids, too, because he yeah. weighed about 100 pounds less. right? So. so. So I too am going to go with a movie with uh, Mr. Johnson in it, but I'm going with we just one. Like I, the Johnson, here I'm going to go table. with one that I saw in the theater. You in, like the in big D Johnson? Go ahead. I went to a movie theater in New York with Dustin Danger. Ooh. Double D, one of our former sponsors. Yep. He sponsored yep. one of our we were, shows. We were on tour, uh-huh. which by on tour we were sitting in New York for three days waiting for a show, and uh, we CBGBs, went to CBGBs. Right? You mean yep. waiting for a ride, don't you? No, we had we had a ride because we had a parking ticket outside CBGB, but that's either here nor there. That's a badass joint, dude. Right? It just sounds like CBGB. Was, was yeah. Now it's a Barbados well, store, you know. but that's beside the point. But we went. We saw Be Cool in the theater with uh, with the Travolta. Rock. Travolta. I like that movie the, too. Sequel, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I actually the, still have that DVD. The Rock is a gay bodyguard who is trying to be an actor in the yes, movie. Yes, he is. And he actually sang that song "You Ain't Woman Enough to Be My Man" by Loretta Lynn. Nice. Oh man. So now I got to go watch it again. Yes. So I have a complaint. Was, oh. We've had a roundtable discussion. Go ahead, Karen. Myself included. Hey, that's my mother-in-law. <laughs> yeah, we know what you said. Uh, nobody mentioned Hulk Hogan and No Holds Barred or Suburban Commando oh, or no High Noon at Mega Mountain or, or Mr. Nanny. Mr. Well, Nanny. it's Christmas. Santa with muscles. Yes. Ah, there we go. But let's be honest. We all, well, not we all. You and I, we both loved No Holds Barred as a kid. Great. Saw it in the theater when I was eight. It's awesome. Zeus, so, Tiny Tim, uh, Lis- or Tiny Lister. Yeah. A Tiny Tim. <laughs> Debo. Uh-huh. So one of the ones I really dig, and honestly, I, I feel bad because I just recently saw it. I watched it. I, You know, you, y'all know me. I buy movies just like, fuck it, that looks good. I'll buy it for five bucks because you got to rent it for six bucks. So I'll buy it and I'll watch it eventually. This movie, I think, was probably the best movie Dwayne Johnson has ever done as an actor. Not an action star, not a kids movie guy, just an an actor. It's called The Gridiron Gang. I love that movie. That movie was like Junior Rudy to me. Wait a minute, Gridiron Gang? Yeah, with With who? With Exhibit. With Dwayne. Was he in that? The Rock. He was the head coach of the. Is that the one that Fred Durst directed? Fred Durst did a football movie. It's a football movie. It's about a, it's like a, a it's like a, a juvenile like a penal juve, yeah, uh, yeah ju- juvenile uh, uh, juvenile yeah, penal colony where juvenile, juvenile prison facility. whatever yeah. yeah and Dwayne says hey penal. football straightens kids out yeah. and he starts coaching these kids and he gets them into the California Athletic Association lets them play and it was it was a great movie because you got to see him and I, I felt like. He was sold on the part. He was sold on what this was about. Sorry, I'm, Fred Durst was the long shots. Gotcha. Oh, which yeah, is yeah. also a football that. movie. Yeah. And not again, Fred Durst ties yeah. into wrestling yeah. because loosely. Hey, he WrestleMania. Played, he played Taker to the Ring at nineteen. Mm-hmm. What well, What do you do with in Seattle? Is that the one? That was the one. Nineteen. That's okay. nineteen. Uh, I was disappointed with Gridiron Gang because exi- they cut the scene where Exhibit pimped the school's bus. I'm sorry, but live. <laughs> On jumping the rails, I don't think I've seen the movie. Uh, rail singular. Oh, wow. whatever. Yeah, we only jump one rail. We're all fat. <laughs> we let so, the Alfonso uh, say we rails. Do two. <laughs> but yeah, gridiron. I just I felt like 
that was his acting movie. And I'm not yeah. saying anything bad about his other stuff because I think The Rock is fun. Yep. He I really is. do. Can I throw out one more movie real quick? You can throw out what you want to. Throw out what you want, bro. The baby with the bathwater? Go. I'm going to go Roadhouse starring Terry Funk. Yes. I'm going to do you one better and go over the top. Yes. Starring Terry Funk. And Scott Flash <laughs> oh, Norton. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Scott Flash Norton was an over the top, too. Hey, what's my song I play at the bar all the time? Meet, Meet me halfway. halfway. Yeah. Kenny Loggins. Kenny if, you watch Loggins. The movie in the, if you watch a movie in the 80s, Kenny Loggins sang the theme song. Yep, that was his, that yeah. was his jam. That and is Michael my number McDonald would probably sing backup. Yes, Marco knows. If I play Meet Me Halfway, he'll be like, did you play this? Uh, Narge. Yes, if it's that or Stained or Aaron Lewis, it was or, probably or me. Or Although, I have to call you on something you said. Or you said Uh-oh. that you love uh, Darius more than anything, but you wouldn't cast aside the birth of your own child to go see him in concert. I wanted to. <laughs> my wife oh. told me that day, Mark. So... All right, story for the listeners. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're going off the wrestling, sir. We're going to the personal side of this. But this is a Christmas episode where you're supposed to get personal. It involves, August, it involves August, your hosts. August, August 17th, 20-something. 20-something. Yeah, 20-something. Like yeah, Goldberg's. Yeah. Um, Mark Redman and I, I said, you want to go see Hootie? And I took a pass. Remember, I was supposed to go. You were supposed to go. And I was like, "Eh, that's your band, and I think he'd appreciate it more. You did. He threw it to you. And we get to know. We have the awkward whatever weird face from Rachel on here. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Rachel. Rachel, Understand, Mike is never upset, but Mark wanted to bring this this up to let everybody know how awesome Mike is. I will never forget this. So Rachel had called me at work one day. Rachel... We weren't supposed to have a third child. And she called and said, we're going to have a baby. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, and I about passed out at work. We Hang go on, time, do- out, time out, time out. Y'all weren't Mark, supposed to have a third child. She wasn't supposed to have a fourth child. What? I'm not a child. <laughs> I mean. Um, uh, that one was for you, Rachel. All right. So we go to the doctor's office and the doctor's like, the baby will be born between blah, blah, blah. And I, lit- I legit, I swear on it. I swear on all my children. I looked at her and I said. Including you? Yeah. I said, not this day. I said, that's the day of the Hootie and the Blowfish reunion concert, Rachel. I said, you cannot have a baby that day. And she's like, well, we can't control them, Mike. <coughs> Fast forward nine months. Not today, uh, Satan. We oh. get, where, where are we at, Mark? A block? Why is this doing whatever you're doing? <laughs> we get a block away. And Rachel calls and she goes, you got to come back now. I'm going to the hospital. Hang on, hang on. Rachel's interjecting to your story. She said she called you bawling. Yeah, no, not Crying. really. No, she, she she's full of shit. <laughs> uh, and I've been drinking, but I just want to be clear liar. about this. My wife she's listening. Liar. Your marriage is on the line. I think that I don't. bed's right <laughs> behind the nowhere. This home for, going forward. Um, we get over there, and I remember doing a Yui. Mark, you remember this. We I went remember. to the gas station. We had to go to Arby's because I was hungry. Yep. And then we went to the gas station. <laughs> we figured it out. I'm like, fuck, we'll come back. I was like, when I asked her, I said, how serious is this? Like, are we talking oh like my an God. hour or a couple hours? <laughs> is there a button for a fail? Hey, Darius, there is. Is there a fail? Yeah. I've got more story here. People, listen. Listen, Linda. I got five listeners listening about the birth of my child. And he's a sweet little boy. I'll post him on our page. He's the cutest. Oh, man. I feel like Rachel just oh, said something else. Ra- she did. She said, I warned you I was having contractions. But see, Rachel minimizes bullshit. So 
I pull over. Way she's to take like, the high road. She's like, yeah, I think you need to come back, but if you want to stay and see who do you can. And I was like, okay, well. And Mark, you know, Mark being the voice of reason was like, well, I don't want you to miss the birthday of your son. I'm like, well, I've already seen a couple of them. Um, so we, we leave. We start pulling back. Mark, do you remember the dude in front of us with the trailer that dropped the big old fucking piece of wood off? You almost final destination this. Yeah. <laughs> that, so there's a trailer in front of us. This oh, guy geez. drops this giant piece of wood or rock or some Furniture shit. Furniture or something. We're talking... What is the big road out of Indy? Yes, Jonathan, it is story time. Um, <laughs> we we veer to the left and we miss it. I get back to Carl Hospital. My sweet little baby, Baker, named after Baker Mayfield. Go Browns. Born that evening. I will never let him live it down. Anytime I play Hooting the Blowfish, I'll be like, listen here, you little <laughs> shit. Also, also, can I offer a fun aside there? You've went back to Carl Hospital where I had just finished working about four hours before and I really had no interest in hanging out at Carl waiting for my wife to come pick me up. That's true. Uh. Mark was one of the first ten people to see Baker the next morning. He yep. stopped in. Cute as a know, button. And he's he's adorable. He's a little pain in the ass. He's awesome. He Can told me all? last he was standing in my living room last night on a toy drum and I said get off there and he told me he said shut it. That's what he told me. My, he's not even three. Two and a half year old said, "Shut it," and it's I said, like "You want me to whoop that ass?" And he said, "Shut it." Can we just say mad props to Mark for being a really great friend in that moment and enduring being back at work when he didn't have to? Hey, Mark got a free ticket. I'm I had to give him yeah. two goddamn. I got a props. free ticket. I didn't have to pitch in for gas. Someday so. though, when Hootie and them go back on tour, which hasn't happened since. No. Uh, Mark is number one. Rachel said her ass at home and Mark's going and we're going to sing Let Her Cry together. We'll, Booyah. we'll do it all. Hey, Narge, didn't you get Cracked Rearview on vinyl? I did. Marco bought me that. Back to Hootie. Darius actually shouted me out on Twitter because of you. Really? I think it was you that said that, right? How, was it how? you? What did I do? Somebody on Twitter had mentioned we went back. For my son to be born, and Darius said, "Congrat!" I couldn't remember if it was you, maybe it was me. It might have been you. But Darius said, "Congratulations to us online." So that was very cool. Yeah. Uh, Mark's how, coming back with more drinks. And how f- much of a fanboy were tequila, you though. at that moment? Oh, oh huge fanboy! <laughs> I've been to uh, Charleston numerous times. I saw who. Well, I didn't see Hootie's house, but I saw some of the clubs that Darius and them played at years ago. Hootie and the Blowfish is the greatest '90s band of all time. Fuck Pearl Jam. Fuck all them other 90s bands. Hootie and the Blowfish, number one. Let's this be is... honest, though. Narge. Yeah. You love Darius and you love Charleston, but you go there to try and fucking stalk Bill Murray. <coughs> Who? Bill Murray? Bill fucking Murray. I told my son the other or day. Or Daryl Hall. We were watching uh, Ghostbusters, and Facts. I said, I said, Murr, I said, do you know his name? Yeah, I'm good. He said, no, daddy. He's a Ghostbuster. I said, his name is Bill Murray. He goes, that's my name, Daddy. <laughs> I said, yes, it is, little man. All right. Uh, hey, we're getting off the rails. I want to do the top ten. The r- rail. All right. Just so, just singular. Just one rail. Yeah, we're not jumping one rails. Rail. Remember, we, we I got corrected on that. Well, if I was at a live show, Andrea, I would jump this rail, <laughs> and then somebody would come and get me, and I'd jump another rail, and they wouldn't be able to get me. It'd be like that guy at WWE a few weeks ago who speared Seth Rollins and knocked him yep. almost out. And we appreciate you guys taking our 
successful podcast title literally and uh, jumping on the jump the rail on television. Don't do that. Don't do it. You're no. you're an idiot if you do that. Do not try this at home. No, because <laughs> these guys may play tough on TV, but most of them are actually tough in real life. Yes, they are. Hey, the king of drip will drop you. The uh, drip god. The CrossFit Jesus. Yeah, Mister Coffee. Mister Fur Collar himself. I was so. On. Yeah, so we're going to get into the uh, top, top ten, 10 Tuesday. We're going back to wrestling already? We're going back to wrestling. <laughs> well, yeah, duh. So this was oh. a weird way. I was trying really hard to figure out the right way to categorize this list because it kind of covers a lot of different spots. Is this is really a top ten of all shit right that way? might connect to Usually, yes. holidays and wrestling. That's it. Yeah, but because there's characters, there's moments, uh, there's holidays and wrestling. Can that's you it. phrase it as the Mod Podge top ten? I would say it's a Mod Podge. I think that's a good mm, word for it. Interesting. So, interesting. and actually, there's not even a real order here, like ten to one. So I'm just gonna run. I just have ten good items to put on here. So we're gonna run it down here. So just starting from the bottom, number ten, I've got the match on Raw between Santa Henry and Santa Sandow. Which Mark Henry and Damian Sandow both dressed as Santa Claus on Raw. Oh, Lord. And it sounds ridiculous, but it was actually a really good match. So was it a gift? <laughs> Aren't they all? Or coal. It was a it was a orange in the stocking, I would say. Oh. An orange in the stocking. So it was healthy, and yet it still sucked. Sucked. <laughs> and it burned a little bit. Oh. All right. So the next if it burns the, when you suck, you have other problems. So the next one on the list, I've got just the general concept of the miracle on 34th Street fight that they have in WWE every year around Christmas time. I think Did they have one guy trying to convince the other guy he's the real Santa? No, but one time uh, Mick cool. Foley got hit by a car dressed as Santa before the hey, match. Speaking of Mick Foley, remember we talked about this last time. Squirrel. Mick Foley. Has was in that, uh, that it's a documentary Netflix show, and it's yeah. awesome. Yeah. It really is. He Check wanted it out. to be a real Santa, and he met with like a bunch of others and tried to follow in their footsteps. And they, yeah. at the end, yeah. they bring him in. He is now an official yep. Santa Claus. Yep. I need to and watch he was that. At, and he was at the NWA pay per view too. It's in my Apple. I he was. I haven't watched it. Yeah, Foley's make it. You know what? I, I think Foley is giving a big fuck you to WWE. I don't he's, think it's that malicious. Nah, well, I think he's just make, I think it's he's not. Make, but I think he wants. They're not bringing him in, so why not? He just wants to, I think he wants to advance the business in general. Yeah. All right, so we're going to move on to the next thing here, and it's kind of iconic. Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin giving a Stone Cold Stunner to Santa Claus. One of my favorite moments. Oh, man. Which but year? I feel like he was, does it every year. to you. I want 96, I think. Yeah. <laughs> but I've got to say, though, watching it back, not the smoothest way to ever take the Stunner. He, from, he uh, took it about Nick. like Vince did. Just about, yeah. <laughs> well, Vince isn't really stage presence friendly. No, that's true. That depends on how you're talking. He's loaded with charisma. Oops. He looks like a shellless turtle now, but you know. <laughs> I, I swear every year he looks more and more, more like he's a load senior. of something. All right, next thing. This is actually one of my favorite things. On the, on Monday Nitro in '97, Sting gives Hogan his own head for Christmas. It's not a dirty thing. The headlines in the San <laughs> Francisco in the, Chronicle were the, Sting gives Hogan head. I think the picture for Christmas. is the picture is in the slideshow somewhere with Hogan holding holding the head in his hands. And if you guys are watching on Facebook, you'll see the slideshow. It's been yeah. rotating for like, hours. Right now we got some pictures of Jimmy Rave and Blackjack going. So yeah, that was the build up for uh, Starcade with Sting and Hogan, which was a very underwhelming payoff to a fucking awesome angle. 
Give a dude head, no payoff. That's pretty bad. Well, it is basic cable. That's just called not smart businessing right there. Yep. Nars, do you remember that moment when uh, Hogan got a uh, box with his head in it? No. Uh, you were a raw guy back then, weren't you? So they were trying to pull a no, what was, Godfather was with a horse head movie. No, this was Sting and Hogan. This I was, saw the picture. I thought that was a warrior thing. No, that was right before Starcade. Okay. No, I don't but, remember uh, that. It was, it was pretty good. It was the night the NWO took over Nitro. And then at the end, they were doing some Secret Santa thing. Everybody was giving the Hogan presents, and the last one was a box with his head in it. It was just ridiculous. All right. The next one I have is uh, tribute for the troops when Vince McMahon dressed as Santa Claus. Oh, yeah, of course, because when I think Christmas, I think Vince McMahon. <laughs> ho, Always. ho, ho, pal. You know, that kind of thing. No chance in hell on getting any presents. There's <laughs> a lot of coal. <laughs> All right. The next one's kind of obscure unless you watched primetime wrestling in the early 90s, which I didn't because I didn't have USA back then. Uh, Bobby Heenan dressed as Santa on primetime, and he was in one studio. Roddy Piper was in the other one kind of watching. And Heenan was in the process of telling all of the little kids watching the show that there was no Santa Claus. Oh, that's just that lion sack of shit. Right, because he was dressed as Santa. He was pulling the costume off and saying, "I got a secret." There's as he was doing, Piper's losing his mind in the other studio, and finally just comes in and just beats the piss out of Heenan before he can actually say there's no Santa Claus. I think I remember that one. It was classic. It's just so good. But yeah, it's like that's that's an early '90s. If you watch primetime, you probably remember that. Where are we at? That was number six. Okay. Number five, kind of iconic, DX in 97 on Raw when they had the uh, boxer shorts, like wrapping paper. This was kind of before Dick in the Box on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. This right? was pretty damn close. This was Dick's in the Raw. Yes. yes. Dick's in the Raw. Yeah. I think that was the same night that Hunter This is where China Michaels. spanked their asses, right? Uh, I think it's so. the one where they like God moon them. No, they, they like... dropped their trousers and they had the banana hammock on underneath. Yeah, and then China... Did her and thing. Then Sarge put him in a uh, European title match against each other, and Michaels just laid down for him. He laid down, which that was okay, but finger poke of doom wasn't okay. Well, Cornette was losing his shit during that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, Marco. So now we have three more left tonight, right? Three? Three. Yeah. And what we want to do is say, let's take a break and let them listen to the hangovers real quick. I like it. Another Perry Dable. Zach Dable. Uh, offering. Zach Dable's in the band. Perry Dable sent us the music. So what we're going to do is take another real quick intermission so you guys can listen to The Hangovers. All I got to tell you right now is, by the end of this song, if you don't smoke weed now, you might. I'm not sure, but this song is very, very, what's the right word? Uh, atmospheric. Trippy. We, we'll we come ad- back with the top three. We at Jumping the Real do not condone drug use. No. <laughs> Thank you. 
And now, with that, we're back. Now that we have cow. discussed how we feel about Vince McMahon, we are live. <laughs> Actually, that's more how we feel about Nick Khan. Oh, man. That's, That's how terrible. we feel about a lot of people. <laughs> Although The Rock is one of friends of them. All right. So when we last left you, we were we had given you number four of our top ten Tuesday of top ten Christmas moment characters. I bet. Happenings. I think it's the final three. Now. Hang on. We're up to the final three. Now. I want to say one more time, thank you to The Hangovers, yes. Zach Dable and crew. Yes, thank you. Out of Decatur, Illinois. Uh, thank you for the tunes. We're going to feature you guys on the next couple of episodes. Um, share us out. We'll share you out. We really yeah. appreciate we're, we're it. We're only going to do that till Rick Springfield calls me back and right. says, play my music. Yeah. And if there's any other local musicians out there that want us to play your stuff during our breaks, let us know and uh, we'll put you out there. You mentioned Decatur. Can I make a plug really quick? Why not? Go for it. Cousins Band, third shift, getting together one night in Decatur, Illinois. It's Slider's Bar. If you've any of you have seen third shift, you will know this is something that you want to see. Only one night, December 18th. Which, which which day of the week is that? Saturday night. Which Saturday? This Saturday. This Saturday. Yes. Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. Saturday. You pay for the whole seat, but you'll only need the edge. They are... An awesome. They are a very good band. They are fun. Sliders fun. is a cool bar. Opened up for bands like Brothers Osborne, Lee Bryce, all those. Kind Wait a minute. Of they were forced to open for Lee Bryce. They should have headlined. Lee Bryce should open for them because I Lee agree. Bryce, are they no. a country group? They are a country group. They are a country rock. They, group. they reside out of Mount Zion, they're both Illinois. <laughs> they're both. Yeah, they're country and they're rock. Yeah. They uh, they have a more Jason Aldean flavor. Yes, if you want to like yeah. figure it out. All right. So. Thank Back. you. Yep, no problem. Thank you, Andrea. So, um, by the way, our, guys, oh. not a one of you motherfuckers, other than Jonathan Meyer, which thank you, sir, has offered us up a challenge to our six degrees of Kevin Bacon challenge. We I would think. love to still see one. I and think. if you're listening to this on the podcast on Thursday, which may or may not happen because a lot of you are doing that, not this, feel free to respond to the podcast in whatever medium you have oh, yeah. and give us your. You know, this two our, people, this and is we our brown will M&M. attempt to fix us out. This is our green M&M. M&M. That's a green M&M. We're going green. green it's Christmas red. time. Yeah. It's, our ca- it's, a, it's our candy cane this time. There we go. Ooh, All I right. like that better. So let's get our top three here. Because oh, control you yourself. <laughs> so number three, Narge, <laughs> we're going back to ECW back in, uh, I'm guessing, 94-ish. Yeah. Uh, Big Al. four years the man old. ECW, that's where, uh, that's where Tombstone. Fonzie's from. Yeah. What? Tombstone. No, no. Yeah, I think it's a Big Al nine one one, right? Yeah, he uh, he choke slammed Santa Claus. Yeah, but he went Aww. by Tombstone in WCW for a hot minute. I thought he was just Big Al. Nope, he was Tombstone for a minute. No, I, I believe you. Google it. Nah, I believe you. No, Use t- the yeah, Google Foo. Big Kylerpedia on it. All right. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, our, so our number three is nine one one choke slamming Santa Claus because you know he choke slammed everybody back then, including our uh, friend of the show Big Alfonso back in the day. Ooh. Which is really easy because he was like 120 pounds. All right. Number two. Our top two are going to be uh, specific characters that really embodied the Christmas season. And uh, for our number two from Smoky Mountain Wrestling, we have uh, the mayor of Mo- Knox County, Tennessee, Glenn Jacobs, when he was known as the Christmas Creature. <laughs> oh. Nars, remember the Christmas Creature? Yeah, I, terrible. <laughs> Good for Glenn. Yeah. He had so many shitty gimmicks before he found Kane. Fake Diesel. Fake Diesel. Isaac Yankum. Isaac Yankum. Unabomb. Unabomb. That's, what was that's Isaac Yanking? 
Isaac Yankum. He was a dentist. Oh, from where? Yankum. From where? Yankum what? Decatur. Yankum teeth. He was from Decatur, Illinois. Because oh. decay. Because he was a dentist. It was That's a pun. Har, har, har. I remember as a kid thinking that was the coolest thing ever. I know, right? Living here in central Illinois, I'm like, it's, oh. It's like when Jim Ross would call Jack Doan the pride of Danville, Illinois on pay-per-views. It was. It was similar to Hayden Fox on Coach talking about Jerry Danville. Van Dyke from yep. being from Danville. So yep. Dutch. You know, because he was Dutch. Cool. All right. Uh, Marco, do you have a drum roll handy for our number one? The only rolls I have handy are on my belly. I got you. I got oh you. Ready? 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 Hand. <laughs> we needed, what's her name from vacation doing it? Uh, drum roll, please. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a drum. So our number one no. is just a classic wrestling character. From uh, the WWF in about 96, 95, Narge, I believe it was. It was. And it is the uh, juggernaut that is known as Santa Claus. The late Santa. Great Balls Mahoney. I love Balls Mahoney. He was one of my favorites. I'm glad it, you finished that sentence. Yeah, that got me in trouble well, before. He loves balls, yeah. <laughs> one time I actually said I love balls talking to my buddy about wrestling, and he thought I was the dumbest person in the world because I didn't I finish I love the name. big balls. Actually, he said, you wait a minute, big date balls. night? <laughs> <laughs> We've got the yeah, biggest. He used, he used the big balls, balls song of for them all. That's a shout out to Kyler. Yep, Kyler loves him some ACDC. Xana um, Claus was great. What I mean, that one. Xana lasted for what about a month, if that. Just I'm not even Christmas. sure. <laughs> just through the Christmas. Season. It was. I think Vince thought it was a good idea, and I mean, then balls went back to ECW and. Uh, I, yeah, because that was. Was he with Smoky Mountain or was he with ECW then? I think it was Smoky Mountain, and then eventually... It was Bradley in Smoky yeah. Mountain at the time, I think. But, you know, when ECW came back around, they were attempting to make Balls a big star. Yeah. And yeah. then, I don't they know what happened, but... They were attempting to make big balls? They were making yeah. big balls. He had a pay-per-view match with Matt Stryker under extreme enforcement of the rules. Was, was that December to... to December. Uh, that The worst pay-per-view of all time? Nope. Nope. Oh, Mark's got a vote. They're all worse. But, uh, <laughs> but I just remember... The, Striker had the extreme enforcement of the rules: no jumping off the top rope, no closed fists, and no foul language. <laughs> and balls won anyway. So yeah, balls huh. always win. My brother saw Balls Mahoney hit Steve Carino in the head with a chair at a Limp Bizkit concert. Lies. Yeah. Yeah. In Peoria. Did he do it for the nookie? I don't know. <laughs> but right, uh, he and Axel basically were like walking through my brother's section. Him and his buddy. And he didn't know who he didn't know ECW. He didn't know who it was. He saw this big hairy guy. He's like, "Get the fuck out of my way!" And he's like, "Okay." <laughs> shout out to the other <laughs> Redman. Shout out to John. Yep. Because uh, yeah, it was back when. Wait Steve a minute. Was that was that the Raw General Manager? What was that? <laughs> May I have your attention? <laughs> Which one of you motherfuckers dinged? Wasn't me. Wasn't Not me. I'm, I. On. I I'm on. I'm on. I have leave. an announcement from the I'm, Raw General, the I anonymous. Am, uh, Raw General. My phone is literally on. Leave me the fuck alone. So am I. Because we're professionals. <laughs> Mine was until my mom forgot I was doing this podcast. Honestly, that was hilarious, though. That yeah. is the noise. Yes, that is literally the noise from the Anonymous Raw general manager, which was... Did oh, they ever God. say who that was supposed to be? No. I, th- I From what I read, they never really had a plan for that, which doesn't surprise me with WWE. That's pretty much how they do things I, these days, I half-assed. A, I heard a rumor it was supposed to be Hornswoggle. Okay, I think I, I always, read that. Well, he's a little short terrible. to reach the podium microphone. Well, he might have had a smartphone or something. <laughs> I thought it should have been Michael Cole. 
He was one reading them anyway. Well, he was yeah. he was pretty much the general manager's bitch. It like, was me, Austin. Well, it was me all along. Right. But he was doing the heel thing at the time, and he could have easily been writing the messages and then what saying if, he got a message from They the speculated at some time that it could be like William the Bloody or the King William or whoever it was. Regal? That, Regal? Yeah, William the, Regal. The, William the King William. Yeah, something like <laughs> he has the so man's many. Man. He I love had Regal. so many names; it was hard to keep up. Yeah, yeah two. I mean, <laughs> I just didn't like him, to be honest. I love William. Hang on, hang on, hang on. The hair right now is red, but I swear to God, you said two, and her mind was blown because one is as far she's gotten. Yep, pretty much. Because I knew him originally as Lord Stephen Regal in WCW, but he'll he's William Regal nowadays. Yeah. So. But great, great wrestler. I liked his role as the GM on NXT. And just whenever they put him in a commissionership, because he was always the foppish British guy. Yeah. Yeah, he, he looks like somebody you don't want to mess with. No. Uh, also, And the, sounds uh, like somebody you don't want to mess with. That's true. Also, the inaugural member of the Vince McMahon Kiss My Ass Club. Oh. <laughs> There's a KMA club? Yes. Oh, yeah. Nice. There was. Literally, nice. Vince McMahon would make the members when they were joining go in the middle of the ring and he would lower his pants and he would make them kiss his and, ass and you're forgetting he would make them put on chapstick oh hey, that's oh. a pretty toned ass though that's yeah. the he'd make it do tricks yeah he would. Narge, would you have kissed his ass i uh, you know i like no, a big I, ass. would you have kissed I'm, his ass I'm, I'm, yes sir no man i probably would have andrea absolutely not in his Mark words lies. no chance in hell it depends on if there's money involved Oh. No, no. It, if no you're going to kiss his fucking ass, you're on national TV. You're going to become famous for kissing his ass I'm doing at the it. very least. That's Narge like, is over here like, I already have chapstick. I have Carmex. If it's, if it's a little pick one. If it's a little peck on the Cherry on the cheek, or regular. Maybe. A peck on the cheek. So, no tongue. <laughs> no tongue. No. Oh, man. I see Dwayne. What a shitty fucking situation that's been. Dwayne, that's back. Dwayne the Rock. Hey, Dwayne. Well, so, so I talked, oh, Dwayne to, Dwayne, I talked to Dwayne offline and. He had uh, he had bowed Fuck. out for a moment because he and was I was there I, I an hope 80s I'm a, special on? No, uh-huh. no, no. It was we were discussing. I think it was the six degrees thing, Dwayne. If I'm not wrong, and he had nothing. And I'm like, you could have thrown, you know, Anything. Pat Benatar and uh, John Cena at us, and we'd have tried. Was she in Breaking Two? Shadow of but the, the hey, night. Dwayne. Let's throw this out to you. Would you join Vince McMahon's Kiss My Ass Club? Oh, in a heartbeat. Dwayne, would you kiss Vince McMahon's ass on national assuming, TV in the middle of a ring? Chapstick. Yeah, he would give you chapstick, lipstick, or... Okay, we'll stop at lipstick. Yeah, that's, that's, that's I'm sure time. Dwayne would kiss Vince McMahon's ass if there was a picture of Nia Jax taped on to it. it. Yeah. You mean Nina yeah. Fanina? Nia. Or, or, if, or if Vince said, you know what? I got her number. Or if he promised backstage passes to Adam Ant or somebody from the 80s. Yeah. I don't know if Dwayne's a big Adam. Dwayne's a big Adam. Dwayne fan, said, "I'm back like he's Michael Jordan or, or something." Right? No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> Dwayne, like you're he's, about like he's Arnold Pippen. fucking Schwarzenegger. He's, I'll be back. I am back. Dwayne, you're the Scotty Pippen. <laughs> oh, look at this. He said, "For the right price." Hey, dude, is Nia Jax the right price? <laughs> Hang on. There is a delay between live and chat. <laughs> Just waiting right, to see. Here we go. What do we got? Dwayne Rachel Kevin. Nargelinas is watching. I don't know why. <laughs> she's waiting to see she's, if you put your foot she's in her uh, She's gathering evidence for her divorce attorney. While well, we wait, speak, <laughs> of, speak of divas and everything, I was speaking. I was talking to you guys. We were talking the, about you. 
I was talking about this to you guys over the weekend. Marie Mm-mm. from WWE Osmond? to oh to NXT, blonde to brunette, oh, Mandy. 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 Yeah, yeah. Mandy. Mandy. Dwayne said, "Yeah, she had a major like improvement. Like she's badass now yeah. and hot." Yeah, they've. I said a long time ago, and my buddy Jr. Black agreed with me. That uh, she needed to go back to NXT when her team with Dana Brooke kind of fizzled out. Yeah. You know who I like in that group is Gigi. I mean, Mrs. Darby. Would G is that Mrs. Pacific, Darby? That's Priscilla Kelly. Yeah. She she's pulling a couple of trains behind her. I've I have uh, <laughs> I have conflicting <laughs> I have conflicting feelings about uh, Gigi because of her reputation in the Indies. It's just disturbing. Oh, that's the one oh. with the tampon thing yeah. right out of the pad. Oh. She pulled the Ew. tampon out. All I know is she's got two oh. Christmas hams back there. We're, we're about to lose listeners if we elaborate further on that. But, As uh, a girl, I don't want to elaborate on that. I will elaborate. There will not Mark be tampon talk. No. So Gigi Dolan on the Indies uh, uh, at one point pulled her, it was a tampon or a pad out, right? And Narge. then rubbed it into the face of her opponent. You know what, what she said? You know what she said? She said... Write that down. Oh, write it down. It was yeah. It was it was weird. I can't imagine. I can't believe she got signed after that because they vet everybody when they signed the WWE. Hey, baby got back. That's all I know. So, moving on. She has a strong hat game. I I haven't made it that far up. (laughs) I'm gonna lose listeners. Rachel is watching. They're gonna say Narja sexist. Rachel knows I like a big ass. That's true. Uh, it was who was it? Uh, Cassie. Cassie uh, Lee. Oh, speaking of. (laughs) Mark, what did we do? We're trying to get off the topic, not all. I'm trying trying to get on it. You're trying to get off on the topic. <laughs> See what I did there? Oh man! But up, Dwayne. What are we doing? Sure, what are we doing about that. Dwayne? Because we're not talking about Nia Jax. She is not talking about wrestling anymore, so we will not talk about her. Nope. Nia Jax is done with wrestling. She's done. So. She's maybe done it's with because you, wrestling was done with her. She, Hang on, uh, let's create controversy. Have. Hey, Dwayne, why the fuck isn't Nia Jax wrestling anymore? Oh yeah, she got fucking kicked the fuck out. And also, Fire. to be fair, she was awful. Terrible. Oh, Dang. Horribly unsafe in the ring. As Charles Barkley says, do we have horrible. a shots? Dwayne, button? Dwayne, would you like me to offer you an opportunity fired. to call in and? Uh, Tell everybody how wrong they are, because we would love that. My wife if he told can me to drink another one. Doesn't she say that <laughs> well, a lot to you? She thinks if you drink enough, you'll go around the world drunk to be sober. Rachel, yeah, I've had does water happen. tonight. I've, Thank you. I've gone on. Yeah, it's kind of fermented water. But, it is <laughs> but the, no, I've gone on the record for a long time that Naya had little to no business in the ring for a no, long time. No, she didn't. After her two, what, knee replacement surgeries? Well, that plus, you know, almost breaking Becky Lynch's face in 20 Yeah. Well, uh, and the thing with Nia was she never seemed to apologize. There was no. always no, an excuse she didn't. of some kind. Then there was the Charlotte thing earlier this year. It looked like they were going into full shoot mode. They did, but, but I, from what I read, the locker room supported Nia in that right. situation. But now, let's, let's, let's be fair, match. guys. Y'all are talking about Nia's abilities as a wrestler. Right. We ain't or talking about as a looks. as a professional entertainer in the or athletic entertainer. Is that a better way to put in the wrestling business? Nia Jax to both of you may have been suffering a little bit of not so quality. We just don't want Dwayne to think that okay. we don't think she's hot because that's exactly what Dwayne well, thinks. She's not hey, my Dwayne, type. I, I, that ain't Mark's she's, type. She's I, got I a, can, she's I can, got a very pretty face. I, can, I was gonna say she I can see, face. 
I agree. What Dwayne sees in her. Uh, All right, so here's here's the way we handle this. But she ain't no Mandy. This is how we handle this, okay? You two are out. All right, we're out. Get the uh, woman's perspective. We asked the woman's perspective. Is Nia Jax hot in the wrestling world to you? Um, To me, Nia Jax, yes, she's attractive. I don't mean that. I mean, hot. Like, should she have been kept? Should w- Did um, WWE fuck up? I think she should not have been kept. Why? In the wrestling world. She was reckless. I mean, this in no okay. disrespect. She was reckless in the ring. But I also have seen her in Total Divas, uh-huh. when she was a primary cast member. Uh-huh. And outside of the ring, she's humble as ever. Cool. And she was so nice, so respectful to all of the other divas like Natal- Nat- Natalia. Right. Um, who else ever was on Never Total Divas? Sure. Everybody. But in the ring, she should. she's okay not being in the ring. She right. should just be on the personal side of it. Okay. I mm-hmm. think some of it is physical limitations. I don't want to say that, but I mean, she is a bigger built girl. She is. You think she's and not I capable think, of pulling some of the moves? Some of the moves, and right. I think she doesn't know her own strength. That's a big one. There right. have been times so where she... So she might actually injure people? Correct. There, some of the moves where she's actually injured people are power moves. Mm-hmm. Did right? it, wasn't there a match where her and... I don't know who it was. It was but so she... they The move was she lifted her foot up, and somebody mm-hmm. was to walk into it. Didn't somebody's nose actually get broken because she actually did a lunge kick to the face or something? I think it might have been Charlotte. That yeah. might have been. I remember with Mandy, she threw into either into the steps or the ring. It was something it was outside. Yeah, and it was it was too hard. She just flung her too hard. Um, and that's I think that's a lot said. of it. Plus, there was the Charlotte match. She picked her up for like a back suplex and just dropped her. She didn't finish. Yeah. go down with her and protect her. I think a lot of that, and I think some of that maybe, and I don't know, I don't want to speak for her, but she is related to The Rock. So maybe she the thought, hey, I'm safe here. Rock maybe. is The Rock. You know? So so do y'all think, and I mean, and, I, and I'm not speculating at all because I don't obviously follow this stuff shit, but uh, do you think that Nia Jax has a place in professional wrestling where she can come back like AEW? And JCW oh, yeah. needs a lot yep. of work for to get there because they're very low rent, but and they're good. But they are not on a scope. If she, she's been up here, she's not going to go there. If she wanted to build a fan base, uh-huh. that's where I'd start. I, I think I think Nia Jax has a good chance of coming back in the WWE as somebody. Beside, in the WWE, yeah, wow. in the WWE is somebody behind the scenes, like a manager. Because correct, Dwayne, the girl who I can't who I can't remember her name. It's been a while since I've watched it. But the girl manager now for SmackDown and Raw. Sonya Deville. Sonya. She's the she, GM kind of. She, she's figure. an acting yeah. GM, but she's also going to be entering into the ring. And, you know, mm-hmm. they can't have both. So maybe they could, if somebody's going to transition out, they could transition Nia Jackson into a, some sort of a role like that. Well, the big question is, does she want to come back? Right. And from everything she's been saying, she's, by all intents and purposes, done with wrestling in general. And that's fine too. Yeah. And you know she could. She was. I think I she was. On, she's working us though. Oh, it could be. I, mean, you're I don't for think the work, so though. The, the, could uh, you imagine her against Jordan Grace? My money's on Jordan. She's awesome. Well, Jordan's awesome, but she's she's the she's thick, thick mama, mama pump, pump, right? Yeah. I feel like she needs that. 
I think Nia Jax could be the same as like a Ronda Rousey situation where they want to have like she wants to go Ronda Rousey lost her title so she could go create start a family. She wanted to start a family and get out of the WWE if I'm understanding correctly. Well, I mean Ronda Rousey and all like but Nia I mean, Jax could want to get out of wrestling to do the same. That is possible. You're right. Maybe. But yeah. Ronda Rousey can actually beat people's ass. No, She's I not know acting. that. She can actually I know kick that. somebody's ass. I'm just saying okay. in the retrospect of the whole big picture right on. that that could be why Nia Jax wants out of wrestling. So they played it off like they let her go. But but some of her commentary since she was released makes it sound like she's bitter. Is that you guys? It do you guys? Any you guys think that's acting? I, staged. I, it, well, could be, but you never know. I mean, yeah. The thing to remember, Nia, when she started, she was was she like a model or something before she got into wrestling? I, I think so. so. But plus size. So she could be looking for a new career path. Out, I guess maybe she'll want to try to get into. Hang on a minute, Nia Jax. I want you to be listening right here. We have a news flash. <laughs> Dwayne Carter has offered to be your manager. Oh boy. I actually agree with Andrea on this. I think she's working us. This is it. She. This you is think all it's she, just a play. Yeah. This is all she knows. Oh, I'm not coming she back. It could be a, it could be she, a money grab. Ever oh. since she has stepped foot in the ring, she has always had that bitter persona. Yep. I'm going to be a hard ass mm-hmm. because, one, yeah, she's related to The Rock, so she has a lot of a big shoe to fill okay. with that. But, two, she doesn't know how to do promos well on the good side of it. Well, a lot of it is she doesn't so, look like your typical female wrestler. Either. No, she so doesn't. There is some of that hostility there, and mm-hmm. I think she knows that. She does. She knows that. No. For our blind she, listeners, she does what does a typical female wrestler look like? And for me, too. Years, I, years, I mean, years ago, I, in the 80s, I think Nia would have fit right in. Okay. Yeah, but Late 90s, early 2000s, it's a supermodel with a physical build. It's, it's the blonde is, with the athletic build, Nia's right? Nia's not. Nia yeah. is a heavier, now, again, attractive female, but right. she is a bigger. She's more dewdrop on WWE, I would say. Uh, you know, she, looks, she looks like more power than athlete. Yes. Correct. Okay. Now the uh, the template kind of evolved, it, like in the '90s, early 2000s, was all about the TNA. You know. Mm-hmm. It seems like they're focusing more on the tits athletic, and ass. The athletic to be body clear type to our now. viewers, if yeah. you don't know that, yeah, not not TN, total nonstop not action. Total yes, stop. exactly. <laughs> but uh, nowadays, it seems like they're looking more for the athletic body type and adding the, the sizzle to it. Like your well, Bianca they're doing Belair, your Charlottes, your you know. Well, you saw like the new thing they're doing with the college athletes. Yeah, the um, next in line they called it. Next in line, yeah, and a lot of them are softball players, volleyball girls. They're built. I mean. What I noticed, they they showed some last night, a lot of Charlotte Flair, Bianca. almost look, yeah, Bianca lookalikes. Yeah. Rachel just said, at least she's not Dewdrop. Yeah, Rachel, oh, God, had, a, I Rachel agree, had a big Rachel. problem with Dewdrop. I, I agree with Rachel on that front. I, I don't understand Dewdrop in this storyline, whatever. I mean. The thing is, though, if I had to put Dewdrop in the ring with Nia Jax, Dewdrop wrestles circles around her. Piper Absolutely. Nevin. Yeah. Incredible in the ring. And uh, by the way, I heard that they have put the uh, trademark in for Piper Niven again. So I yeah, think I think it's coming. Is going bye bye, and they're going to give her back her original name. And the thing is, I think she needs take her, her more, original name. They she, would take her more seriously. Yeah, they would. Because Dewdrop, come on, seriously, you just laugh every time you hear it. I mean, I do. Until she punches you in the face. It, yeah. It, it, sorry, it, Dewdrop viewers, if Dewdrop is listening, if you 
punch me in the face, I deserve it for saying that. And can we please get it on video? Y- yes. Please. When we get it on the podcast. We'll put it on our Facebook page. We'll, we'll get some uh, Perry Dable, welcome back to the podcast. Hey, Again, we appreciate you sending in the music tonight for the Zach Dable. Uh, for all, for Zach, not the experience, but Perry's in a couple of bands. We got the Zach Dable experience. Zach Dable does hangovers. his solo thing. And then the hangovers out of Decatur, Illinois. So, yeah. be honest, thank if you, you're Perry. if you're into uh, the Doors and the hippy trippy trippy hippy sound, I think you really need to check out the Hangovers because that's where they are. They're just like out there having a good time. Great musicians, a very attractive lead singer who just really drags. You, I would I, think, I would agree with you, but I was blind drunk every time I saw them. <laughs> I feel like the both of you were. Not nope. me. Nope, not really. Right. So hang on, man. Uh, so you and I. The three of us, all of us, we have our little private chat about what's going on in the show and stuff. And I sent you guys a TikTok that I found, uh, which was uh, somebody was staying there and they grabbed somebody and they flipped them. And Narge, you responded and said, almost got her in the Canadian Destroyer. Yeah. Do you remember oh, that gosh. video? Yep. So I need to know, for, as a neophyte, is the Canadian Destroyer a body part, it's a, it's a, a sex position, so. or <laughs> a wrestling be. move? So what it is, it, I mean, essentially... Leave it to Marco to go there. Uh, years ago, a gentleman in TNA Wrestling huh? Impact, uh, Petey Williams, debuted this move. And what it is, is a flipping pile driver. Right on. Being in the business, this move takes both gentlemen to be able to perform this move. So the guy doing it has to be able to flip. The gentleman mm-hmm. taking it has to be able to backflip. Cool. But it's essentially a pile driver being flipped. And the video you sent me of these, these ladies... This is what it was. Inadvertently... Uh, right. A very sloppy version of the Canadian Destroyer, I just, which is also called the Panama Sunrise and whatever other moves Mark's heard it called. But I mean, so. we've heard of Blue Waffles, too. Uh. Yes, Dwayne Carter is a wrestling move. Welcome to the wrestling podcast, Dwayne. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, I mean, Mark's show video me actual. Boom. There you go. See? Oh, yeah, but. That video I showed you was Share like pff, yanked by the ankles and done. Well, that was slot does a couple of sloppy cheerleaders having a good time at the frat house. Run punches alcohol involved. Lots of alcohol. Yes. Large Ron Funches did it better. Yeah. Oh, the Funch, the Funch Master. <laughs> Ron Funches is awesome. Yeah. What do you call it? The Funch Master Supreme or something the like that? Right? Supreme, I think. Yeah. So. <laughs> Shout out to Alex Zane. So we got about five more minutes. Yeah. And then, uh, we're going to call it. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we would have more time, but we're out of beer. Yeah. But we appreciate you guys joining us early. We know this is our first day with the uh, the new time at 6 o'clock, and uh, hopefully that wasn't too inconvenient for you guys because it was horribly convenient for us. Yeah, I think hey, Dwayne, you. I'm an quick. old man. so Dwayne, I think we'd like to have you guest at some point. Yes. I uh, want Dwayne on the show. <laughs> but understand, Dwayne, that uh, we ain't going to be easy on you, brother. <laughs> nope. No. Yeah, Definitely we'll, not. We'll get Dwayne on sometime. You should probably I, uh, get an Uber to get him. We owe Dwayne gonna need a whistle, home. don't we? Yeah, we still have to get Dwayne your whistle. You won the yes. whistle during our Fonzie interview. Yes, we had a couple of uh, COVID emergencies. Right, and, right. But yeah. uh, we'll have to arrange a Rendezvous and get it dropped off. A Rendezvous. Mark, why go. don't you run down our next couple episodes real right. quick here at the end? All right. So next week, like I said, we're doing our year in review episode. we got Keith Gibson joining us from Clubhouse Lounge Radio and the Full Count podcast. And he'll uh, <gasps> kind of... He'll kind of pitch in his two cents on the uh, categories that we're going to discuss. And like I said, we're going to put a poll up with our match of the year candidates, and you guys vote on that, and you'll decide for us who had the best match in 2021. 
So we'll do that in two weeks on the 28th. And uh, after the new year on the 11th of January, we're going to have Kevin Gill from Game Changer Wrestling joining us. And uh, that'll be about four days before we see them in person in Chicago. With a stacked lineup. Holy smokes. Did we mention PCO's going to be there? PCO, Briscoe's. Morton. Drew Parker, Ricky Morton, the Dark Sheik, Jonathan Gresham. Who knows who else? I'm hoping. Have we determined Alex will be there? Uh, We don't know that yet. Alex Colon, our guest previously, will be on the New Year's show against John Way Murdoch for the Ultraviolet Championship. And that is. That may not be for you, Mark. You're kind of squeamish. You got a little girl belly on you. You may not be able to watch <laughs> I have watch a lot of girl one. belly on me. Thank you. There's a good chance the winner of that match is going to get Drew Parker in Chicago. That's what but I'm thinking. But my girl is named Corona. And I hate to say this. I think I think Alex drops the belt. Uh, I, hate I hate it. Alex, we Alex love you, so but good. I think it's... Great, uh, great friend of the show, Alex Colon. But, Do we uh, get a triple threat, maybe? Maybe. I haven't seen that in GCW. Not a whole lot of no. three, uh, triple threats. Have they anna- is uh, Nick Gage booked for? Uh, haven't Chicago? announced. They kind of wait. They literally have announced zero What's matches and just appearances. For Rachel. Great job, fellas, and Andrea. Andrea. So thanks, those are, Rachel. So those are our next two shows. After that, we're kind of up in the air. We're working on getting some red tape uh, cut out, getting a hold of some people. But uh, yeah. man, do we have some. Rock and roll names yep. out there, though. Right, we got I some mean, legends you know. on the uh, on the docket. We're gonna try and get lined Please up. Please understand here. that after the so the next show is Keith Gibson. Right. The show after that is the Kevin Gill. Kevin Gill, who's yeah, the GCW ringside or play by play guy, right? Right. Right. So, and then three days after, no, one, two, four. three, four, five days after, four, four, Friday, five, Saturday, Saturday. whatever. I'm not doing math. It's Christmas. Uh, <laughs> so then the guys, these guys, and Kyler. And if you heard our road show, you understand that shit can get wild. They're going to go see the GCW show. They will probably talk to a few people. And then the next episode after that, they will probably have a lot of information for you that they did not have before they left. So stay tuned. Well, I also want to point out at some point between now and WrestleMania, we are going to get a former WWE referee on this show. Yes. Oh, Jack Doan. Has he's confirmed he wants to be on this show, and I'm going out there, and I'm going to say we're going to have Jack on right. this show. Anybody who watched the nineties remembers Jack as the guy that Vader came in and put out. Right Jack on. Doan has refereed some of the greatest matches of all time in WWE history. I actually talked to him two weeks ago outside of here. We were at a gas station, and Jack and I we chit chatted. Um, that is a show you don't want to miss, and we're going to figure that out. I think Mark and I have decided pre WrestleMania would be the best yeah. time. But what a great then, build up for it too. We we will have other guests. And yeah, Mark oh yeah. is working hard. I want to give Mark the kudos on this. He's got feelers out there. He's got people we're going to get on. I've been blowing up the Twitter. He's, He's like being at and reaching out and touching somebody. Um, and so far no me too's. One I know last week, I, a couple weeks ago we tagged uh the twins, Robert and Justin Justin, Justin King. Uh, one of them was a former WWE referee. Another one does NWA. I don't think it's the same guy. Didn't one of them do zero one? Zero one. He uh-huh. did New Breed. Yeah. Where I was at, I yeah. actually beat. Well, I didn't beat them both up, but I wrestled with both of them at one point. Yeah, one of them, one of them, and I, I. I'm sorry, Justin Robert. I don't remember which is which. Like in the in my brain, but one of you is a police officer now, and I think it's Farmer City. Was Leroy, I think. Leroy, Leroy. And uh, the other yeah. one is still very active, and he did a couple uh, 
tuple stints in the uh, like Saudi Arabia or UAE NW, or something like yeah, that, NWA or maybe and then, India, uh, great colleagues, yeah. Uh, company yeah, so one, yeah yeah we're gonna try to get those guys on as well i Dwayne think Dwayne wants nia Jax. well i want nia i don't think Dwayne, we don't Dwayne, Dwayne, you mean you mean you want nia Jax to come on here and After listen we to these to guys because <laughs> i don't know shit about her but you want uh, that's fine man i'll tell you what brother We'll reach out to her, but understand, we need sponsors, we're Dwayne. blaming you, Dwayne. We are blaming Dwayne. But we'll we, get, I'm we'll get Dwayne this. to write the check. Yeah, but oh. we're not going to have Dwayne in studio because we cannot afford to replace a microphone that gets drooled on. Yes. No, uh, oh, was... no, he can come in as long as Nia's not here. Put yeah. the tarp down. Uh, <laughs> on that. No. On no, that Dwayne note. Says, Dwayne says Robert. Is the police officer. So Justin is the referee. So Justin's still doing the wrestling most of the time. Thank you, Dwayne, for keeping us on track. And I I normally know that, but I'm not actually looking at Facebook other than to see you lovely people. Speaking of police officers, wasn't there Dwayne WCW? Buddy Lee Parker. Buddy Lee Parker, not Dwayne. Sarge. Sarge. Hey, Dwayne Johnson was a police officer in the Central Intelligence Agency. All right, we better cut this. All right, I'm I'm putting an end to this. So until next uh, on the 28th for our year in review (laughs) episode. Thank you, Andrea Lynch, for joining us in studio today. Thank you for having me. And for Narge and for Marco, this is Redmond, and we'll see you in two weeks. Merry Christmas, Christmas, everybody. Happy New Year.